terminó nuestro amor divino. Mis amigos, les declaré, les diré que estoy seguro que es un hombre sin nada más, sin un señor con lágrimas. Debe decir, debe decir, debe gritar, debe gritar, debe sentir, en la verdad, no lleguen Size can be daunting, but don't be afraid. I love you. I love you! Hello and welcome back to We Bought a Mic, a pop culture penguin cast for Good Mic Hunting, a series on the films of Mr. Robin Williams esteemed actor, comedian, avian, mm-hmm. water-based animal, mm-hmm. half bird, half fish. Half bird, so, half like seal. Sure. I, so you do, penguins are just full of birds, right? They are just, they aren't another creature I mean, mixed with Yeah, them. like if they were real. Yeah, that's true. That's if true. My honestly, wait, are you one of those guys that thinks that like birds are part of like a government conspiracy to spy yeah, on? Yeah, well, us? I think that SeaWorld does a really good job with the animatronics mm-hmm. in the Arctic, exhibit. and they just and they just like ran away into the world. Yeah, and they're yeah. just loose yeah. flying around. SeaWorld created penguins after oh, okay. after penguins, the, after the success of Happy Feet. People don't know this, but penguins actually didn't exist until 2006. We're talking Happy Feet, boys. Welcome. My name's Ernest. I am Tu Papi Penguino himself. Hunter. <laughs> and that's as much as you're getting out of me today. <laughs> um, I'm Drew. <laughs> okay. No, you're <laughs> Drew, what if your thing was like, ah, I just I can't talk on podcasts. I just have to dance in the background <laughs> around you guys. Words don't do this movie justice. Mm-hmm. Drew's gonna have to to tap dance. <laughs> and joining us today, a special guest returning. He Howdy. is very worried about the state of the overfishing problem. <laughs> he. It's can't, my number one concern. He can't sing. The death of ska and overfishing in the Arctic. He, his voice sounds like a dying squeal when he t- tries to sing, but man, he can dance. That would make you perfect for ska. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the show, Dane. How you doing? I'm doing as good as I can be doing while I'm sick, but I'm here. I had a day full of penguins and that was a time. Mm-hmm. Did you watch Happy Feet 2? I actually I, I considered that and I opted to instead watch like 10 straight hours of Happy Feet. Oh, on a loop. Oh, OK. Yeah. Are you OK? Yeah. Um. Well, <laughs> so, I, you know, I, I never had really seen the movie the entire way through. 
but I'd seen like the first like hour of it on repeat many, many, many times. At what point uh, did you stop? So just right before he went to where the humans were. Okay. Which, by the way, like, is that the boat? Maybe is that, that the halfway? Is that the half? I feel no, like that's, that's like, over it's like halfway. the two thirds mark. Dane, was yeah. this for you? Was this a? Um, we have a substitute teacher in today, and we just got to <laughs> put on something to kill the next fifty-two minutes until they change periods. Movie, because this is kind of what this was for big, me. Big, big no. time sub movie <laughs> for just, meme. And that would line up to the, about the timing of when you're saying that you have seen this movie. Right. <laughs> yeah, I've seen 55 no, I, minutes I would, of this movie many times. <laughs> I, I would watch it with my cousin who just wanted to watch the Penguins dance, right? Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Most of the dancing is in the first two-thirds yeah. of the movie. And then, and then when the overfishing then switches plot. to heavy. Yeah, yeah. Like, and then you're rough. like, oh, it's a George Martin movie. That's right. Okay. George, yeah. Mil- George, George Martin. The producer, George R.R. Martin. The producer of The Beatles. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, that tracks. Yeah. Th- this movie was unhinged enough to be a substitute movie, though. Sure. And uh, in, in my book, it's it's weird. How so, do you feed is the heartwarming tale of a neurodivergent penguin <laughs> learning the art of Riz? Well, it's about how he wants to express himself in an oppressive society. It's about being a gay autistic boy. Okay. And just a society that doesn't understand. And if you, okay. So it's basically like if you lived in Footloose town and also you were a gay autistic penguin who never really like grew to look like the other penguins. You still look fuzzy because that's how you're also like character. You're also like really into aliens, and that's been like a recurring <laughs> yeah. theme throughout your life. <laughs> yeah. Is that aliens exist, and you yeah. have to find no one sort of believe you? Yeah, sort of a hyperfixation, if you will. So, um, <laughs> like you're so taking it a little far. He's he's <laughs> so, Dane, did you choose this movie because uh, you were dropped as an egg? <laughs> uh, that's among the reasons, but it's mostly. <laughs> It was a good excuse to finally watch the end of it and like, holy shit, I'm glad I watched the end of it. Because <laughs> it'd been always been nagging in the back of your head. Like, how does that movie end? Well, it's like as I was watching it the first time, it's like, oh, this is like coming back to me. And like the jokes that I remembered from when I was like 11. I'm like, oh, yeah, that that was funny to me then. And I'm still laughing at it now. And then also. I didn't realize how fucking sexual the entire movie is. Dude, I love sexy penguins. You can tell a penguin whenever they're hot because they saunter. They just like throw their shoulders back with it. She she calls him daddy. There's like a (laughs) daddy. There's a moment and they're like meet cute where like they jump out of the water and they just like do a bunch of like sex positions. And the more and more I watched it, the funnier it got. It's so hot. <laughs> they like literally they like scissor at one point in the water. Yeah. Like they just this is it's I don't know how intercourse works. Graphic. I don't know how intercourse works for penguins, and I'm not going to look that up. I think it's like worms. But it or they feels just like slither close. on each other. They and they bud. Oh asexually. They just like spit yeah. from their like guts, they just spit fish back and forth, yeah. like whole fish into each other's mouths. I like how the, the, the male out. penguin has to take care of the egg. Very progressive of well, them. I think that it actually kind of shows how men are the more oppressed of the genders. <laughs> yeah, is this is this like all the videos that you watch on YouTube, Dane? Dane, did you choose this movie because you're a proud boy yeah. yourself? What and is, you actually want what to show is, about the oppressed white Tim, male experience? What does Tim Poole think about happy? <laughs> uh he probably is like, like 
oh, this is just about happy dancing penguins and nobody wants to see this neoliberal propaganda. Yeah, he, yeah. he was on board until the humans came and they was like, fuck. Even then he would be <laughs> like, no, like being weird is not okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah we, He'd be more we, the we, Hugo we, Weaving type. Just Yeah, he would be like, if <laughs> yeah. yeah, we like young boys shouldn't have it this way. They shouldn't be allowed to be weird because I wasn't allowed to be weird. Yeah. To to be clear, I, I don't know if this has come up on previous Dane episodes, listeners. If, if this is your first time uh listening to to dane guest episode he's not a blue check cuck shill it's uh <laughs> i am not i just I, i'm just a masochist it's, it's a bit it's completely different well it's it maybe it was a bit and now you're like too deep and you can't get out I'm, <laughs> you're yeah, living yeah, in I, red I country and you just can't you're, I, you're in I was straight with up. it I was watching Tim Pool before we started recording. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I was watching you got, you got happy feet on one Listen. monitor and Tim Pool on the other. <laughs> Holy shit. Dane, you're so deranged. Your, your, your fixations are getting out of control, Dane. We need to talk about it. But we can't say shit because you live in a blue state and we unfortunately live in a red oh, state. Yeah, so that's, that's right. Yeah, at the end of the fuck. day. Damn, yeah, I, damn can't say I, I was wondering why you, your your eyes look sad. It's because you, you lost Tucker recently. <laughs> that must have been a huge loss for you. You want to speak on that? We can just carve out the next hour. Yeah, can we just that. turn this into uh, Dane's thoughts on Fox News? <laughs> <laughs> I remember when Tucker took over for uh, Bill O'Reilly. That's mm-hmm. how long I've been watching Fox News. I, the eight I, o'clock slot. I ended up watching a lot of Bill as a kid because uh, it was out of my house. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> never, never was a big fan of the guy. <laughs> Why, um, why are the well, I didn't over. like the way they looked, but I, I did think they got a lot of good points across. Remember how fucking stupid it was that Jon Stewart would like tour the country with him and they do like a dual two man show? <laughs> yeah, Bush Man, is America. That was dude. a pre Trump America. <laughs> they really solved some problems with what? that. I'm sure Stewart looks back on that lovingly. <laughs> what, um, what would a Tucker penguin be like in this movie? Why are the penguins dancing? Yeah. Who told them that they could dance? They Oh, now the penguins are sauntering at me. What am I supposed to be aroused by these penguins? These Where short, did the fish go? These Who sh- took the fish? These shorter illegal penguins have taught our pure tall penguins <laughs> their mating rituals. And it's it's demonic. And it's, this is why we should build a border around Emperor Land <laughs> to keep out these little Latino penguins. <laughs> That are okay with dancing. Our purebred imperial race of penguins. Mm-hmm. Who told them that they could just have no issue with spontaneous movement of the penguin body? Oh, now look, the woke left wants to make it so I'm not sexually aroused. I'm not jacking off to these penguins anymore. <laughs> so that we're only on minute 13. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> So Happy Feet is a movie about the story so of Mumble, uh, who goes on a journey mm-hmm. to discover himself. I back it up a bit before we even get to Mumble. We have Nicole Kidman and uh, our boy Hugh Jackman. Austin Butler should be playing royalties to Hugh Jackman as Memphis. Oh, this mama. Oh, oh, mama. Mama. mama, come on over here. Daddy. Mama. <laughs> Daddy. Daddy. Anna DeArmas is right there. <laughs> Just just <laughs> taking notes from Nicole Kidman's can performance. We, wait, Ernie, you're pretty good at the editing things. Um, can you deep fake and just put Austin Butler's voice as Hugh Jackman's quotes and then Anna de Armas as Nicole Kidman's Coming voice out of this? a penguin? Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, you got that. Yeah, we'll work on that. Okay. That's definitely like easy. a deep fake situation that you're describing. <laughs> yeah, that's deep fake, right? <laughs> I'd be like, oh my God, Autodarmus became a penguin? What? <laughs> so uh, the origin story of Mumble, alarmingly similar to uh, Bo from yeah. Bo's Afraid. Well, also, we start in space. <laughs> origin story. We zoom in through the solar system. <laughs> yeah, and we also end in space. The, yeah. the credit sequence. That's true. So, the uh, song of the heart. So we're not going to answer why, because there's, you know. It's George Miller. He doesn't give a single fuck. Yeah, He's like, we're in space. Doesn't matter. Sure. Whatever. I want the title card in the sun. Generally, this movie. <laughs> so uh, before, shortly before this, like in 2005, March of the Penguins released. Um, it was weirdly a smash hit, like for a documentary, like I feel like every kid saw it mm-hmm. for whatever reason it was just it was well marketed i liked it as a kid i, liked I was March a big of the fan penguins. Of um and then penguins just had a zillennial moment you know for a couple years there i think i i we need to run this by adam and kira of course hosts of uh zillennial canon i think penguins as a whole zillennial yeah you know what well, i yeah, think because the madagascar penguins mm-hmm. so those are those are super those are huge. surfs up Surf, oh my surf's god up is a, surf's up I, is the near perfect movie surf's up Can, comes one year after this in 07 is, is, which, sur, surf's up is ska adjacent isn't it <laughs> There's there's so much Green Day. I was like, soundtrack. I was like, who's the movie on New Radicals? Yeah, <laughs> the the trailer had um. Welcome to paradise. Nice. Yeah, I remember that. Somebody yeah. definitely uploaded all of Surfs Up as like a flash file inside <laughs> of like addicting games. <laughs> you could just watch it like. I, on like 480p i have to say this now because i don't want to forget this uh speaking so all of happy feet 2 is available on youtube in four minute segments oh and so that's you how watched it i watched happy feet 2 on youtube at four minutes at a time with an occasional ad that's like that's like some dane of viewing habits <laughs> i know i could just paid the three dollars to rent it and i was like no i actually want to see if i get the entirety of happy feet 2 i was like oh it's, no they're actually playing all of happy feet 2 right now no no breaks the, the mentality is just like let's be as depraved as possible to watch a sequel to a movie that like probably shouldn't have been made well, I, we'll, we'll we can should we talk about get, happy feet 2 right now or well no no, we no, 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 no no let's save let's save thoughts on happy v2 because that's a fucking crazy movie. it's insane <laughs> and i kind of uh once again i i gotta just say shout out to our boy george miller here because this could just be like generic jukebox musical because that's another thing of in the 2000s are huge for this jukebox musical kind of Mm -hmm. movement really started strong with moulin rouge in 2003 ish or so where people are like i want musicals but only if i already know the songs that's the musicals that i want to see um and this is kind of like the ultimate kids version of this i remember uh because growing up as a kid and still to this day, like penguins are my favorite animal. And yes, I was there before the fucking zillennial movement. OK, guys, I think um, you let it. I think I did. Um, but I remember by the time Happy Feet came out, I wanted to be like I was in middle school and I wanted to be like the edgy kid who's like, actually, March of the Penguins is a better penguin film than than this children's film. Happy Feet. I'm, I'm beyond the animation. And uh, my dad saw Happy Feet because this movie was a fucking hit. My dad went and saw Happy Feet without me and told me that I should check it out as a child. <laughs> just to get you. Yeah. Just because that that's how big this movie was. It grossed, what, $400 million or something like that? 384. Yeah. Oh, but for uh, a non-Disney animated film in the mid-2000s. Yeah, Warner Brothers. Huge. Um, on a hundred million dollar budget with, I think, I think it's, 
Is that high for an animated movie? Or is that pretty pretty standard? high? I mean, I'm pretty sure Warner Brothers like was banking on this. Being I mean, you, I mean, you got to think like Robin is probably charging a good paycheck for this. He's uh, doing Elijah two Wood coming off of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> this yeah. is like this is I, hot off of Lord of the Rings. Yeah, isn't it? yeah. This is his like. They're like, so what are you gonna do next, Elijah? And he's like, well, I have this Penguin film coming out. I so um, I, I know it's not fair to do, but um in terms of you know comparisons but finding nemo's budget was 94 million and it looks fucking hell so better much better than there's some really rough I, dude s- parts of this movie. There's just, <laughs> opening sequence of this movie looks like shit and yeah. It, yeah. It, somehow it gets better which rarely happens yeah. but when this when they first started up when their tongues when they sing yeah. i was like oh boy no lee lee was out yeah. she was like i can't watch this i need to leave <laughs> she was telling us that you had a big a big blowout fight over this you, you were like fight. throwing shit at the walls and like <laughs> like beating the dog because <laughs> because she was like yeah this is like a fucking kids movie and you were like it's cinema where is george miller <laughs> i like the penguins dancing and, and singing what do you want from me <laughs> they're singing and dancing um also included by the way in the in the the penguin wave we we have to mention farce of the penguins oh the bob saget no we don't we don't have to but yeah that. beloved uh bob saget redubbing of uh <laughs> oh that's right it's of, a redub of some yeah of some penguin documentary footage uh really iconic featuring you know the likes of dane cook mm-hmm. and uh carlos mancia great great film rest in peace bob r.i.p so, i'll never forget actually watching farce of the penguins a movie that i i never actually saw until like three years ago so we get a really like like a weirdly standard like kids movie story just told via penguins in yeah this movie it's kind of a hero's journey of sorts well, yeah, yeah it was just like the class you know it's like the it's rudolph the red-nosed reindeer it's all that shit it's fucking um troy bolton in high school musical you know it's it's like oh i you know i don't, I don't want to do that i want to do this and everyone's like no son son come on you got it. you got it. you can't dance son mama he's just neurodivergent oh, that's oh, all son <laughs> Oh, son, you oh, gotta you stop. Got, you gotta yeah, stop yeah. squawking. Son. You, got, you, you gotta have a little more tremble. My, oh, my, mama, doctor, my son is stimming <laughs> all over the ground. <laughs> he, yeah, he grows up all funky. He, he is. Big. Well, I. Well, he drops. Again, he drops the egg. He gets fucking I know. dropped as he, a kid. That's the thing. The dad's like the got no one to blame. Blaming on your kid for being born with FAS, like you can't, you can't get fucking mad at the child at that point. Yeah, he did this, mom. <laughs> Stop getting mad at me for forgetting things. <laughs> it's, it's oh, you just had to have that second glass of wine, though, didn't you? Yeah, it's just like you know the weirdo. Uh, the weirdo is outcast, and then everyone slowly learns that yeah. actually it's fucking epic the shit that he can do. They, um, they definitely don't explain like why he still looks like a baby when he grows up. Like I his feathers. Yeah, I have so many questions about that. <laughs> What's up with I, that? I, like they had to have just done that so it's easier to tell which one is the main yeah. character. Yeah. That's but a, that's a good call. Yeah, it's just you yeah, do they have all to look know. the same. But like I, you could have given him just more of a different like signifier than that. That is yeah, the biggest. Isn't... More than him not being able to sing, that's the sign that he got dropped on his fucking head <laughs> as a kid. Like he the never fact got that developed. he just yeah, you just. You know, it just looks like there's something that just didn't in the development track that was supposed to take place. Like something didn't quite happen there. Speak, speak on that. Keep going. In the penguin community. He's a damn queer. <laughs> so um, 
so yeah, I mean, there are a lot of uh, there are a lot goddamn of, tap dancer. Well, I I wanted to talk about that a little bit because a I mean it's this is why it's a weird it's a weird juxtaposition. It never as a child it that a bit of it never fully connected the with allegory me. just the fact that it's like penguins and it's like well you know that one thing we all know about penguins is they sing and then do they uh so, no, sounds like a person who doesn't know shit about penguins. no i yeah. mean they all well, they do all have like a call that their partner okay. you can recognize them by yeah, they but, are monogamous though right yeah that's a thing yeah. Okay. no yeah and they yeah they do have the call and so someone took that information and stretched it into this well what if there was one who could dance what if they sang like so pop song so the tap dancing t- it it takes a good while for that to click like when i think it's really when people start doing it en masse as you start really vibing with the dancing uh no oh my God. no the when he's first... like a fucking baby yes yeah when he's yeah. a baby in the birds and he's just like grooving it's so good <laughs> Dude, his shout first out dance. To, shout out to Fat Joe, our boy, who I will say, our guy Fat Joe, uh, who's in this movie, plays. I think his name's Seymour. Yeah. Uh, Don't the, push me because uh, I am close. R.I.P. Fat Joe things. got replaced by Common in the sequel. Big ah, L for yeah, our guy that's there. Not great. Um, yeah. No. Um. I didn't. Um, I thought that. I think Brittany that, Murphy. She passed away, right? Yeah. yeah. R.I.P. Brittany yeah. Murphy. Yeah. She's really um, good in this. I think that she's good in it. I will say. In the sequel, uh, Pink does all of the, the singing parts. Because Brittany Murphy and, doesn't sing? Good call. Um, so that's, I did want to say that. I actually think that Brittany Murphy is a good voice actor whenever she's not singing. Her singing voice isn't right. bad, but it's one of those it's, things it's where just it's not, it's, you, you want a singer you to, want be, somebody, to like, be the, the lead singer. Wouldn't, Pink, that, wouldn't Pink that be crazy? Being the main voice of Gloria in the sequel, I'm like, oh, that makes sense. You want like that's that bravado voice to kind of come through and Pink's done a bunch of animated voice work. So like that makes sense. You want to have, I was trying to think in 2006, I guess Pink was around obviously, but like maybe like, could we have gotten Christina Aguilera to like vo- that, voice That's exactly the name that popped into my head. Like in I'm 06? like, is he going to say it? Yeah. That's 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 who I would. That's be. literally the it, number one search so, when you when you search 2006 pop, pop stars. So bang, there you go. I'm, I was I was on the pulse then. Having done no research, Britney was the dream, but I knew Britney. We can't get her. You also, I got a weird vibe that like when she started singing, they replaced Britney Murphy with like a woman of color, and that's so that like nowadays There's, the amount that that would not fly in any way, much like Penguin. There, there's a lot of that in this movie just in general well i it's, mean we haven't it's a, it's we haven't a even, very we haven't gotten early to early 2000s movie we haven't missed it gotten yeah. to a uh, robinho yeah hey, senor robin <laughs> um is that problematic i don't i don't know what well you guys let's are let's, um, let's talk robin i mean dane you you picked this movie you could have picked a couple different ones did you were you thinking Robin when you picked this or were you thinking more like I need to watch the last 30 minutes of Happy Feet? <laughs> Truthfully, <laughs> I didn't even know Robin Williams was in the movie. To, it's a Robin Williams I series. <laughs> I know. I know. No, no. And as soon as I saw it on the list, it's like, oh, Robin Williams is in there. Like, what voice is he? He's got he's got several roles. He's got two. I, it's, I think it's I think it's more than two, though. Is Lovelace the narrator? 
because he's yeah. credited as yeah the lovelace is the oh, narrator so okay. he's technically well i guess it's two voices but kind of three roles i also this. he does yeah. various background roles yes too. Uh, he yeah. does, okay. like when they're in that world you can, yeah you can hear him as just like penguin number six oh, like yeah. in a line of so voices cletus, where he's just doing normal voice cletus is another character yeah. ramon cletus lovelace and narrator so robin what what's what's your robin take what's my robin take is that i i honestly i was not a fan of most of the voice acting in this movie it was it all seemed pretty rough there were the two people that stood out to me were robin williams obviously because he just exuded talent Mm -hmm. and was funny no matter what he did mm-hmm. and then hugh jackman actually like i enjoyed <laughs> Dude, hugh that. jackman's great in this. Mama. Mama. hugh jackman killed it i think and and the rest the rest of the voice acting is kind of like bleh. it so- is it is um we like you were just you were talking about elijah wood before we started <sighs> it's not good haven't casting. we haven't it's- we talked about elijah or is the only Elijah stuff we talked about Lord of the Rings? Well, I was gonna, I don't think that we talked about anything else. It, I will say because I don't think it's great in this. It's really rough and Happy Feet and, too, where he's supposed to oh. be like the paternal character, and he's just like Eric, come back <laughs> here, son. And you're like, I don't buy this at Tibble. all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I yeah, it's it's not great. Um, it's well, not father. Great. I, I don't- I, I don't know if it's really like his fault. I think there's a lot of problems with the script. What? What do you mean I, by that? I think, I, like, what do you the mean? Di- dialogue it's wise. Fucking, dialogue yeah, it's wise. Fucking, it's like, it, you know, it's not. A, it's oh, pretty, like, I have a lot of thoughts about this movie. It's a pretty, you know, it's a uh, pretty standard, like kind of canned kids movie script for the most part. I, I, I think there are parts of it that are incredible. And I think what that means is that there were talented people that had limited control. And I think there's an awful lot of corporate bullshit that got thrown into the movie that waters down like the what? quality to me. I feel like they should have gone more radical. Interesting. This is a good take. No, I like yeah. this take. Yeah, I, so you're, you're you speaking know, with like the third act stuff when it gets yeah, into like, like the human. Radical, they're, right? They're all, like kill their are already getting weird. Let's, let's go all the way, baby. Like, I, I would have preferred Penguin Uprising, Kill the Humans. Well, that would have been a much more subversive ending and probably made it a better movie. I, I think the fact that that human stuff is even in the movie is radical enough for 2006. It's, it's pretty radical for 2006. Yeah. And that's that's mm. what I'll give it. But it feels like they were held back by. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's Warner Brothers. I, yeah, Warner Brothers is not going to allow it, like massive well, swings yeah like this that. this goes this and that you know it's it's a swing but i feel like if you're taking a swing in this sense you should like go big i Eco, i think terrorism I, I think happy <laughs> yeah. feet happy feet 2 is a bigger swing not in terms of like the allegory but in terms of like general storytelling conventions like that that movie is not really about penguins it's not really like about anything that it's movie, kind of like an existential crisis of a movie that's when he gets his swing like he gets he tells a story about two krill 
played I described by this beat for beat to Drew before we were kind of this. I know, and I'm, I'm equally and, interested now. <laughs> Matt Damon and Brad Pitt play two krill that like want to have meaning outside of their krill yeah, swarm. They're looking for like, yeah, just looking for like, just having existential mm. crisis about everything around them, about just being part of the whole yeah. and needing some and guess what buddy in their life they find it yeah they do they fucking find it man They're and causing it's fucking a amazing tectonic shift um i i had fun with this movie for the most part like this is kind of a movie that i was just like you know i i watched like I, i'm a fan of like a dumb kids movie if it's done well um like if it's like a true kids movie which that's the difference between something like this and versus something like um super mario brothers the worst movie of 2023 so far uh because that's Yeesh. like a movie that's uh for neckbeards it's not actually for kids and it's masquerading as a children's film this movie is like a kids movie it's for kids and it has like big ideas in it the third act like kind of blew me away while watching it not in terms of like it's unbelievable quality or something like that but it was just a like a, oh we're actually going for it like the moment that he just like swam away into the ocean and then eventually ends up on a beach and is in like the zoo in florida, florida. i think uh i think it's australia yeah. no it he's no, it's they, zoos they zoom, in on they, florida yeah oh what, I we, that. we're gonna have to guess what zoo it is if it's like the miami zoo if we think it, yeah. it looks like it was around uh like central florida somewhere but it looks like it was more on the west coast not that that's important yeah. but i uh all of that shit happens really quickly like they zoom through a I, lot of plot there when we've had a whole movie of just like tippity tap and zippity zay. Also have no idea how long it's been. I have a theory that is it kind of doesn't make sense because there is a sequel to this, but he probably just like dies, right? Like he's just like dead. <laughs> and then the rest of the movie, like he gets taken to the zoo and he just like loses his fucking mind there and then like dies. The part where he's like looking up sadly as Fisher is getting like thrown at him like is kind of like heartbreaking the way that shot. It's like, oh, this is like, man, you were this wild, untamed animal. And now you're just here as like a godlike being just tosses you fucking sardines. Yeah. And then he, you know, he, he gets freed and he teaches humanity that actually these penguins are entertaining and therefore, as long as you can dance and therefore like the UN should change <laughs> the all the con conservation laws in the, I, in the Arctic. Such a, well, such a George Miller. While it's the so end nuts. by the Beatles. Please. Yeah. And it's like, it, it all zooms by so quickly that it, it feels like it's, it's all, it's basically for all intents and purposes, a montage at that point when it goes to like black and white yeah and you know when it cuts to all these political arguments I like penguins we should let them go extinct yeah um and the the world gets saved because these penguins are fucking like step dancing for their goddamn lives while these like four morons stand on a mountaintop watching them and it has the same ending as drumline too facts you know that's right um so we we need to i mean we need to like go back before we get to the ending because that that is just where yeah. all like the wild like that's where all the non-standard like insane shit happens um the movie itself i as a kid i i really had a hard time like forming an emotional bond to these characters uh a lot of it was the way that they looked a lot of it was <laughs> you know i i even as a kid i really bugged me when like the like the look of things coming out of their mouth didn't look like they were saying words right. you know they they weren't like anthropomorphized. Yeah, it's at just all. a beak. Yeah, that always bugged me. And uh, this I, is the same issue you had with robots. Yeah, 
it, so the movie really for me gets Except going. Sandy. It gets going when Ramon and the boys come in. Yes. I, like a hundred percent. Let me tell something to do. Ramon and the boys rock. Like I think I think all of the other <laughs> boys in that crew are doing a great voice acting job as well. They're they're funny to me. They did. It feels like they just like locked all the voice actors like in a little studio, and it's like, all right, just like go off. Yeah, have some shenanigans. You're penguins. What are you saying to each other? Yeah, and Robin's like, okay, let me tell you guys how we're gonna how we're gonna speak Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> I I have a very kind of warm connection to this movie because I think um, I watched this a lot as a kid, and. Uh, probably wore the dvd down a lot but now that i'm thinking about it i think i think i may have been in a situation too where i kind of just watched the first half a lot not that i had never seen the second half i definitely remember all the human stuff but i think (laughs) that the stuff that's burned into my brain is more of just like penguin singing you know the the scene where it's like uh somebody to love Mm -hmm. under the stars yeah Yeah. that's what's in my head when later on when they're all like they're all like just horny ass teenagers and everyone wants to fuck Gloria. Yes. Yeah. Everyone wants Gloria. They're singing like they're forming little boy band groups to get her attention. That's, and she's like, no, fuck all of you. I need the tap dancing guy. An absolutely wonderful sequence. <laughs> I do. This I, movie has a lot of wonderful sequences. That's what it's well, all. Yeah. All of the music and the choreography. Like I, I really like animated dance choreography it's and I'm good. willing to overlook how uncanny the penguins faces <laughs> and bodies look because the choreograph, uh, the choreography is just. No, incredible. you're right. I, I was, I was way more into all of that. And, and, I mean, if we're like ranking how well that they uh, rendered species, penguins are one of the better rendered species in this. Yeah. When you the feathered birds that he runs That's into, rough. Are, yeah. so it looks bad. And then and the then sea dude, lion. The elephant seals. A, a lot of underwater <laughs> stuff is really tough. Um, and frankly, one one misstep I would say for Miller is I think he just overtrusted the technology because anytime he's trying to do a really fast action sequence, yeah, the camera's going way too fast. It That's, is but they're not able to properly render. But there, everything. there's some stuff that looks amazing, like the landscapes. I was like, did yes. they just photograph like actual landscapes? Well, that's that. I mean, I'm assuming that's where a good chunk of our budget's going. It looks we're, incredible. We're superimposing yeah. thousands of it, it. Like you can watch, they're like independently moving figures onto what is a really photorealistic landscape. I think that that's where like you get the big difference between this and you brought up Finding Nemo earlier. Is that Finding Nemo, the thing about that movie it's that's It's not photorealism. Made, well, that's the, the thing about that movie that's made it age so well is because it's focused on the details. It's like looks best when it's just the close-ups yeah. on characters' faces. And it, whenever you get in the widescape, it's just like, oh, that's just like a shot here. Like the wide stuff, the landscape stuff looks gorgeous. fucking fantastic. But it's whenever you get the close ups and you actually get close to these characters that you get like a little bit of a knot in your stomach. Like, oh, oh, I don't know. About this. <laughs> um, OK, so Mumble is trying to pine for Gloria. He can't do it. He M- meets up with with M- Mumble's cringe. Yeah, so he he ends up outcasted for being so cringe. All the the adults are like, "You're fuck, you're." Satan. Yeah, he kind of it's it's the it's the somebody to love sequence where he's screeching and they're like, "You gotta he get the fuck out of squawking. here!" Yeah. And in, he just in their defense, uh, he's it's, he's ruining the moment. He's a bad singer. Oh, it, it's, <laughs> don't say it's that. It's worse than bad. 
It's like it's not singing. Yeah, it's unacceptable. He's just screaming. <laughs> it's I, I, I kind of feel bad where it's like Glory's like, hey, not the time, buddy, but at the same time, it's like she yeah, handles it. Not the she handles time. it so well. Gloria is Guys, a, Gloria's a saint but for the way she deals with his stupid. Anybody else ass. would have been like, shut the fuck up, Mumble. <laughs> You've been living with us yeah. your whole life. You know the yeah. deal. Like this is I, not you. She, sh- she should just go fuck Fat Joe. I mean, look, Fat I mean, Joe's got how do you know? How do you know she has? I mean, you know, know what I'm saying? Um, guys, we we all came from like a little bit of a music background from some kind of the, some some level or another. You all know that you had that like at least one friend who was tone deaf as fuck and really thought that like he had something, whether it was singing or playing an instrument. He's like, God, no, I can I, I can play, t- I can jam too. Ha And you're like, I you're doing so good. How about you like go play the fucking triangle? How about um, you go meet so, up with Ramon? How about you just like tap dance for us <laughs> in the background while we jam out? Um, um, I, I truly though, once we get to like Ramon and the boys, I found it so endearing the way that they take him in. I really, immediately like, I think that's when I started really feeling it, things in the movie. Yeah. It also, it's, Rob, it's Robin coming in. Mm-hmm. Well, what's really funny about that sequence is how they meet is it's just, it's a mumble flying out of the ocean and then a leopard seal flying out of the ocean. And Ramon and the boys didn't see any of that shit. <laughs> so it's just like penguin seal. Oh, look at that. Yeah. And that's, then that's weird, right? Uh, yes. And then and then, and Ram- then they take him in. And then yeah. Ramon and the boys have like a roast circle around the seal yeah. that is like really trying to eat them. <laughs> and like, the seal looks rough. The yeah. seal looks not great in that scene. Um, it, yeah, so they they have like a row circle, and then like you know, uh, Mumble kind of joins in, but it's like a it's like a cringe joke, and they're like, "Oh, nice one, fucking dipshit." <laughs> oh, oh, stupid face! How long did it take you to think of that one? Yeah, it, it's it's genuinely awesome. It's from that moment. We'll get to where we talk about like best moments of the movie, but that, and then them just like all palling around leads right into like the avalanche scene where they yeah. just kind of like all fly down together, which is a great that looks great classic that also yeah it's talking about like the big the wide stuff like that all looks really good it's really fun i i wish that there was going back to the zillennial idea of like you know it's like a rainstorm and you like step on something and like whoa it's an epic slide yeah like an rv yeah Yeah. (laughs) i wish that there was a happy feet ride at universal that would be awesome i'd i'd ride down that slide uh, would you, you, you have to you dance? The- you have to do a step routine while well, you. Do that's this. no, that's the cue. That's when you're waiting. Yeah, that's when you're the waiting. virtual oh, okay. cue. But yeah. it's just that you have to like tap dance. Yeah, when you're when you're in. when you're waiting in line, like you can just tap dance. Um, one thing I like about the way the story progresses is they save the exile moment for later. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like the standard That's template true. thing mm-hmm. is to just do that off top. It's like, like all building well, to that. And you, they're like, no, we're going to we're going to put a pin in this for later. Well, you think that you've hit it when he is literally exiled and that's not it. Yeah. Like things just get worse. He just like way. gets bullied and then he's just like, they oh, just, they sad, just so leave I'm- him. <laughs> It's yeah. not really an exile. They just kind of forget about him. He just kind of drifts so away. Is that like what what are because I was trying to think of that in like human terms. So is that almost like a grad bash kind of situation? Like they all the graduate. Bus, the bus leaves. Yeah. And then there's yeah. like, oh, we're like all going to like hang out like we're going to be 18 yeah. forever, guys. And then like he just like passes out there and like wakes up and he's just alone with. Yeah. like. Oh, I mean, this is a here. this is a very 2006 thing where you just leave the like neurodivergent queer kid behind <laughs> in 2023. Like that kid is at 
at the front of the bus. Like he is running yeah, the, the party. He's calling the shots. Again. Everyone's like, let's fucking tap dance. Like, let's go. <laughs> 2006, it's like, shut the fuck This is a pre-Glee world is what you're saying. It's, well, the, the tap dance element is funny because it it's like vaudevillian almost to, to really like covet that as a skill. Tap dancing in in film and in like performance used to be like the one thing of, it, it was one of the four yeah. most important things you could do yeah like yeah. it was gene, so gene kelly it's fucking, singing yeah, in the rain exactly yeah. it was kelly it was such a giant fucking deal and it just is entirely gone from our culture so like that it, like the revival of that in this movie always struck me as funny because i grew up watching a lot of like old ass fucking movies and i was like oh they're doing like a tap dance thing here but with uh penguin so did did elijah wood like learn how to tap dance or yeah do you think it's like it's actually <laughs> they all, it's, they all it's just it's, yeah he's he's wearing he's wearing like a just a giant like bag they actually use he's gotta the keep same, his, his legs tied together the same exact technology as andy circus for Gollum. so for this there actually is a uh here let me uh i'm gonna share my screen real quick there actually is a making of featurette on youtube um of the the <laughs> tap dancing like drawing <laughs> let me just skip to this real quick so yeah so they actually did like actual tap dancing for the oh, film okay that's pretty neat actually that does not look did like they... elijah wood <laughs> <laughs> it's just done double so it's yeah. definitely it's not elijah wood at all yeah. it's just tap double so at that, that point, fucking guy. What, do you, there, what do you think he's even saying? You know, like, what is there to say? At man? That point, he's like, like, yeah, so when I was the penguin, I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, I thought it did. Well, why? Let's, let's, come on, let's back it up. Let's, an artist let's in his own way. Mumble is an artist. So at that There's point, why even have motion capture? Where Hold the on. penguins kind of slide down this massive kind of ice luge. And it's a really great, fun sequence. It's almost like a giant water slide. Yeah. And so that was one of the more challenging scenes because we had to kind of interject <laughs> the sense of movement. Oh, yeah, Robin Williams fucking knocked it out. <laughs> That's so good. Oh my god. King. Fucking God. King, that's see, and that's Robin doing. This is Robin a great scene. About this See, she actually does sing. Yeah. She has credited yeah. singing um Yeah, Dane just asked, what if she didn't? <laughs> right, right, um, right. Actually, Pink does wait, hold on, let's hear what he says in change. But sometimes but you are given something quite wonderful that maybe not doesn't blend in at first. But if you can hold on to it, you'll find it quite extraordinary. Wow. R.I.P. to Elijah. It is so funny of just seeing Elijah with like, oh, it was really difficult to like use onomatopoeias. And meanwhile, Robin Williams like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, and actually like punching himself in the face. Cut to <laughs> not a shot of Elijah Wood doing that. <laughs> <laughs> that, that. That specific scene of going down the ice was like, that. that's the, the, the peak Robin Williams is because I, I knew exactly what he was doing when I heard him doing it. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's like, you know, I, I can't do No, that. You're, you're so right. And then like me, you know, meanwhile, any any other voice actor like Elijah is just going like, like he's he's on another level. He does. He does a good job once you get past maybe a, a, a bit of a barrier. Yeah. What do you mean? He uh, is not that short in real life. <laughs> 
Oh, mm-hmm. okay. 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 So, uh, Robin, I think, is this his last, uh, animated and like voice performance? Cause he does, he does robots, which we talked about, um, this being like, or robots being like his return to, um, to animation. Well, Happy Feet 2. Okay. In Happy Feet 2. Yes, yes, yes. Is he, a, he's Ramon in that again, right? Yeah. Is he yeah, Lovelace yeah. again? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he he does both. So, what do we think about the fact that when what is the uh, what is like Ramon and the boys? What is their like little penguin country called? Is that uh, uh, a deli land? <laughs> a deli? Well, is they're, that for they're real? a deli penguins. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's okay. called a deli. Oh yeah, something. so if it's if it's pink if it's emperor land, then yeah. A has deli has George Miller commented yet on the fact that he literally puts like the Breaking Bad Mexico filter on Antarctica <laughs> when, they go, <laughs> when they go to that world? I like that they make their little pebbleness. That's cool. Yeah, they yeah he learns that like oh actually in this culture Riz is entirely different than yours. So like what's the point of you know do your own thing, brother. I, I mean and also I like that Ramon and the boys are like now nah, we don't fuck with Ness. We don't need that shit. We get pussy all natural style. <laughs> we get pussy off our damn. We just charisma. Build, yeah, we don't need these fucking pebbles that you're building. Mm-hmm. So so Lovelace pile. has like a mountain of pebbles, right? That's what's going on. So how many how many hoses he fucking? All of them. So yeah, it's like it's, it's like a mono, six like, or eight on, yeah. on screen at yeah. any given time. So yeah, yeah. For the listener, at Love, Lovelace, Lovelace is like the, the the large uh leader penguin of the short ones who has a fucking like six pack around his neck. Um, he is he's like a mix of like Jim Jones and like yeah. like James Brown. Yeah, like he's it's a whole different ethnicity than all the other penguins in that world um and he it's, is uh, is that ethnicity's uh sensuality yeah he is just he's yeah. fucking well is that, is that one of those ethnicities is that what robin williams ethnicity is in real life or is that <laughs> it's hairy uh is Ro- what what is ron williams you would think like hungarian but he's pretty white his name is so irish <laughs> i'm gonna go out let me say that he's white <laughs> He's I, I will say it is <laughs> I, I commented on it because I also like I didn't remember I remember well I doing this fucking podcast series so I knew that Robin Williams was in the film Happy Feet but I couldn't really remember what he did in this um, and I've commented on it and I think like I don't know like three of the last four episodes where it's like Robin really does love to do a Hispanic voice at things absolutely and so by the year 2006 he's like what if I did only a Hispanic voice for things he was so jealous of Hank Azaria in the birdcage I and guess what Hank Azaria returns is in Happy Feet 2 no way yeah (laughs) so he's just like I'm gonna do it I'm gonna fucking bust out that voice again yeah I mean it was just seen as something that was like in any comedian's repertoire you know until the until like the 2010s i would say is like doing you know different ethnicities with no with no uh no no, regard yeah exactly like no filter on which ethnicity you were doing uh so yeah that's that's definitely a big part of what robin is up to (laughs) where 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 part of the joke is just that hey look i'm ethnicity yeah kind of yeah and that's the thing is in like there are definitely a lot of like weird little like penguin analog stereotypes that are thrown into the script of this movie like you know what i mean if if you really want to look at it as them being a a ethnicity of penguins but like it's it's kind of weird for sure it's a thing at the very least it did make me ask the question of like 
Were Adeli penguins ever originally Hispanic coded or was it only after they Brian Robin Williams and Robin Williams decided to do a <laughs> Latin voice that they're like, all right, I guess all Adeli penguins are just going to be Hispanic coded. Yeah, now. I guess your, your posse is <laughs> like we're going to have to rehire a new posse based know. on that. Do, do, yeah. do, do you think they hired the other four voice actors after they heard? Robin yeah, they originally Williams. had like Steve they're Carell. Like, what, voice, what voice do you want to do for this guy? And they, he does it. And they're like, oh, OK, I guess those other dudes rock though. There's some I mean, there's some voice it's, it's all great. Yeah, there's some voice actor legends in, in like the crew behind him. One of them is the voice of uh, like Lars on um, Rocket Power. Mm hmm. Who's also who you've just heard like everywhere? There, yeah, those are like the better voice acting is when they're actual voice actors. Who yeah. would have thunk in this fucking movie? For yeah. example, uh, Kid Mumble is you know the legend. It's it's the what's her name? E. G. E. G. Daily. Yeah, E. G. Daily. Tommy Pickles and the Powerpuff yeah. Girls and yada yada. Um, and yeah, Kid Mumble is adorable sounding. So I knew that I recognized one of the voices because it's a uh, another like legend in voice acting. Uh, Carlos. Alas Rocky, I think is how you pronounce his last name. As uh, Nestor. Yeah, who plays uh is Laszlo. He's he's Rocco from Rocker's Modern Life, uh, which was a, a very important show a for also Laszlo and Camp Laszlo. Um yeah. 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 These these guys all rock. They're funny. <laughs> they add yeah, they add a sense of heart to the movie because you know they teach him and they teach him Riz. Did you see Steve Irwin is in the voice cast? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, he plays Trev. Who the fuck is that? Who is Trev? Uh, I don't know. Who the fuck has a really Australian accent? Is it like one of the humans? Maybe it's the. It's, it's not, the. Is it's, that the seal? The the. It, is it? Is it the, the trunk? Fucking, the, long uh, the elephant trunk. seal? Oh, yeah. It's probably one of oh the elephant God. seals because they're all. Australian, you know, I they? thought that the elephant seal. Whenever I was hearing it, it sounded like the whoever did the voice of Bruce in Finding Nemo was. So mm. I was guessing that was, but it's all friends, not. Food. It makes sense that it's just uh, that Steve Irwin because he's just doing the most Australian voice yeah. The way that yeah, the way that countries of origin work in this movie is really fun. Like because uh, also like the the elder statesman who's like you know very anti change and like uh, <laughs> basically like a religious zealot is Scottish. Yeah, Hugo like, Weaving. Yeah, he's he's Dude, going like mega Scottish. I love Hugo Weaving in this movie. Yeah. I like when I he love starts dancing at the end. Everything that he's doing. I love when he's just like, we have to sing to combat the dancing. Like it's, it's so. And their good. singing is like, like chanting, oh, like Latin. Yeah, <laughs> like sometimes said right. Yeah, it is. Well, yeah, no, you posted. You posted it was like Greek, like penguins, penguins singing. chanting in Greek. <laughs> that was a different scene, though. It's it's scary. Well, also that that begins in like the very start of the movie when all the men are like defending their eggs from the elements and they're going like, warm thy egg. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. Stay strong. Everyone must take their turn. Yeah. So there I mean, it's again, it's like a, it's a classic, you know, that we've seen this yeah. story a million times of like the hardened older men think that they have to harden the younger generation. Daddy, frankly, did you drop my egg, daddy? Yeah, frankly, maybe that's fair. Maybe Mumble isn't going to be able to like take care of a fucking egg because he's like, he, you know, he's going to be like, oh, I don't know. I just I'm just trying to get my life together. <laughs> well, happy V2. He fucking takes care of it. And I, now these fucking I, millennials I, think that they can have a kid you, when they haven't experienced real life. You guys have talked <laughs> enough about happy V2 for one. Well, point. should we talk about <laughs> about Sven 
Hank Azaria. (laughs) Drew brought up Hank Azaria because he said Robin's jealous of him. uh, He comes in. He comes in and happy me too. He's really fun. Uh, He's a lot of fun. A A toucan? Oh, puffin. A a toucan? No, he's a puffin. I don't fucking know birds. I cannot pose as a penguin a puffin is trying to pose if as you a penguin. told me that there was a toucan in happy feet too i'd be like sure okay I no, thought that it, makes sense. I thought <laughs> happy was, feet too kind of you know happy feet two is a movie that as i watched it i was like i don't get the hype on this and then by the time it was over i was like that well, kind of ruled well, the moment i just i admire the it. moment all the storylines converge on that one iceberg <laughs> and they all <laughs> dance together to crack the iceberg it's to, like uh, is this the greatest to movie under ever pressure made? and it's probably the best <laughs> use of under pressure in a movie which by the way rami malik could fucking never do be part of the somebody to love yeah. song in this should we talk about the music in this movie so yes. pink, pink is actually listed um as the singer of tell me something good by stevie wonder she does the cover tell oh. me something good no <laughs> um we should say prince did record an original song if happy feet three came out in 2020 would it feature that yes so uh the the movie also opens on a on a sultry prince number by nicole kidman a super horny rendition of a prince song yeah um by definitely not nicole kidman by the way i I don't know who sang that version of it, but because you're right, it definitely was not Nicole Kidman's voice yeah, singing that. Well, and then that's that's how she finds that's, uh, Elvis. That's another one that Mama. I need. I need a better voice there. I need somebody <laughs> better there. I would never say anything hateful against our queen Nicole Kidman. Love Nicole, but uh, yeah, Hugh Jackman definitely not letting anybody else sing his part. Hugh Jackman's like my theater prowess is coming out. My <laughs> I my am Elvis. <laughs> My decades of theatrical training have been preparing me for this exact moment. He his singing was good. And, yeah. and you know, doesn't he get shit for uh, Les Mis? I don't know. I haven't seen it. He is well, excellent. In Les Mis. Uh, no. Yeah. The problem okay. with Les Mis is like the story of Les Mis, which I'm sorry, guys. It's a play that was written like fucking 50 years ago. Well, ev- <laughs> everyone, everyone in Les Mis, though, got shit just because uh, what's his name? Mr. Katz director recorded them all live. He didn't like let them do, you know, after the fact, like dubs. Uh. Yeah, so they all sound iffy, but that's just because like Are it's you real. Are you talking about yeah. boy Tom Hooper? That movie is also it. It kind of looks like ass as you're watching it because it's it's one of those movies where it's like I want to film this to look like grainy and like dirty and dark, and so just like it's aged worse because it looks like you're on a set and you just shot it badly. <laughs> you don't you don't get it. <laughs> Which is the problem with cats is cats was supposed to be like dimly lit cats of the night, and it's just like this looks like a soundstage um i think there are a couple more problems with cats that's the only problem <laughs> otherwise it's perfect so, i don't know if you remember this drew but rum tub tugger is a curious he's remember a curious it's every now and then i have a flashback to the um the bugs in cats <laughs> oh god the roaches <laughs> yeah remember when you were skimble shanks <laughs> the railway cat the cat on the railway train man remember when you killed skimble shanks the cat from the railway train i really don't I, I I hadn't thought of that in years. I don't know if you remember this, Dean, but there was a there was a stretch. I, I, I remember every was, single episode. He was there the was first like, victim Skimble of Shanks. COVID. Like I'm pretty sure that he was he was ground zero of COVID. 
Um, cats, the bats are simply the rats of the sky, and I'm a cat. Like I'm just gonna. So the music in Happy Feet, um, is good, and I think they have a great selection of songs. It, it's all pretty like funk, uh, you know, like yeah. various forms of funk, which Stevie, I think works really. Stevie Wonder, Earth, Wind and Fire, Earth, Dude, Wind and Fire. The buildup. I mean, another contender for best moment of the movie is the long buildup to Boogie Wonderland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whenever when he comes back, because like, at first it like starts off with um them singing uh what is the 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 um they sing like a spanish song that robin voice oh my way yeah my way that's what it is yeah yeah doing the the spanish (laughs) my way and then um that like it's kind of hinted at like singing a little bit of boogie wonderland and eventually paying off and everything it's so good that shit goes love that shit the the spanish the spanish little rendition goes absolutely insane that's my favorite song in the whole movie i I, think i think so too yeah yeah. for me yeah it it goes so robin williams sang it robin williams is listed as the performer of it yeah he he can sing yeah i mean he's done it before and he nailed it the first time he did it Mm-hmm. Well, it works because uh, Frank does the same. Frank kind of has like a talking singing thing. That's one of the things that make Frank Sinatra great. And that's like works well for Robin Williams because there is like a little and bit of talking do, singing. That's what a, he can Jeannie do a voice. Did. Like yeah. Jeannie did the like never had a friend like me. is yeah. like half talking. Right. While singing. Yeah. So is that your favorite song on the soundtrack, Dane? I, what do you think? I think I think my favorite like audible performance absolutely um but i think part of what makes the music in this good is also the dance choreography and and like the tap dancing and the step yeah. that goes along with it mm-hmm. also so, i i think the the cinematography too right like just it's, the way it's, it's shot there's a lot of stuff like back to the the first time he's dancing where the birds are about to eat him and whatever and he's he's doing his little tap dance and the camera's like they're here like, and they're like zooms here and it's just yeah. all over the place, but very smooth. And I, I don't know if my my hands are really no. It's <laughs> it's much more dynamic though than it has any. Well, it's George. Need. It's George Miller. Exactly. Like he can frame <laughs> a shot that's just like some penguins. Like that. The, there's a lot of like really subtle good storytelling with the cinematography here. Like just the way it, it's it sounds silly to say, but like just the way there's like certain blocking moments where like where certain characters are placed in the frame he just like takes the extra step to think about these things and i don't i don't know if a lot of uh animation directors working in like i don't know kind of the early days of 3d animation were really thinking about these things as the technology was getting built out well i think that's that's kind of the thing about george miller because i feel like this little trilogy of movies that he does in between um Mad Max Beyond the Thunderdome and Mad Max Fury Road because he does three children's films and I feel like that generally whenever people look at his career it's like the yada yada yeah he's just collecting paychecks so he can make Mad Max Fury Road but one Babe Pig in the City fucking rules it's a great movie movie. Happy Feet like has a lot to it and Happy Feet too like both these all these movies have like they have a lot to them, especially in like things that they're trying to say and things that they're trying to do with the camera that these aren't just pure paychecks. He's playing around a lot with technology. Like he's kind of trying to do a little bit of the Spielberg thing where it's just like, I want to push what we have or James Cameron thing. Like I want to push this technology technology to the limits, even if it's not really ready for it yet. I just want to see what I can do with this. Thinking, I guess it is technically cinematography. It feels different because it's all animated. It's not like an actual camera. 
but I, I mean, the way that the camera moves, it, it doesn't feel like an animated camera. Right. And I, I think that goes to the technology. Like mo- most of the shots feel like it's like a camera on a rendering of a 3D penguin that doesn't look like a real penguin. That's that's, do we, do no, we, that's true. Do yep. we think he saw March of the Penguins and he was like, give me that? <laughs> give me that. <laughs> what if they were dancing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really think it just it just fall the only time it falters because you're right, Dane. But when it falters is when he he's trying to go too fast with it because it that's when even certain for for whatever reason any time that he's really uh, mumble is really trying to sing and he like belts he like turns his mouth upward and the camera it goes flies. it goes yeah. up and then down and it looks to me like Xavier Renegade Angel. <laughs> <laughs> It's such, so it's such an insane shot to, to throw in there. And Doesn't then, it go into his mouth at one point? It, it always looks or like is it's it not about him. to. Um, and then, it probably does it at the very beginning. And then in somebody's mouth. The thing is, if, if he were given because like, the you know, these movies are as much about your team as anything. Like it's, you know, like he is not he didn't right. become like the world's foremost animation expert to direct this. He had there was a team sort of given to him and if right. he had a Pixar team, I'm sure the things would look way, yeah. way, way different because mm-hmm. like Finding Nemo looks unbelievable and it's underwater. Um, I mean, it's, that's Pixar. Pixar is the as no, good no. as it gets. Well, that's what I'm saying this, is if you had given him Pixar people, yeah. like it would have been nuts. Well, now that you've like mentioned that like Pixar people, this movie looks a lot different if it's like made by Pixar. Oh yeah, they're all they're all like anthropomorphizing. Pixar just they they had access to levels before anyone else did, and it shows in certain points here. I I think I think the like the edge and like the like it's it's like a traditional kids movie while also being something that is pretty different from a traditional kids movie. Yeah. And I, I feel like if they hadn't done all of the weirdness with the movie, it might not have worked for me the way that it sure. does. Um, there's a couple of things in the Wikipedia that I just I, found. I have that a I quote really, that I really wanted to, I really wanted to. Is it under the there. analysis? Section? Oh no, no, no. Mine's under the product. You go first. Yeah. Okay. So there's a section under the Wikipedia that says analysis. So, um, uh, let's see. Uh, Vadim Rizov of IFC sees Mumble as the latest in a long line of cinematic religious mavericks. Yeah, I mean, this movie is kind of a movie about atheism. Some Christians have <laughs> also considered the film to be anti-Christian yeah. or anti-religious in general. It really is like we have to they, like wait for Big Guina yeah. to like come and save us. Yeah, in in, in in like the third act, it's like, oh yeah, there's a penguin god that we all believe in and pray to. <laughs> I, it's we, just like the penguin them. god will bring us fish and he's like, I yeah. believe in the science of going out and searching yeah. for fish. And they're and, like, you harlot. <laughs> Uh, on a technical or formal level, the film has also been lauded in some corners for its innovative production, innovative introduction of Miller's roving style of subjective cinematography into contemporary animation. So yeah. that's what I wanted to. There's a few different things in the production that actually get into like the the semantics of the motion capture and like the how the technology they use working to like build a server at IBM and a whole bunch of shit just to like capture everything they could do in 2006. But the first 
<laughs> couple sentences of the production thing is so funny in the production um section on wikipedia says uh george miller cites an initial inspiration for the film an encounter with a grizzled old cameraman whose father was frank hurley of the shackleton expedition this is like nope (laughs) during the shooting (laughs) of world war ii or during the shooting of mad max 2 we were sitting in this bar having a milkshake and looked across and he looked across at me and said antarctica he shot a documentary and he said, You've got to make a film in Antarctica. You've got to make it's a just film like in out here in the wasteland. It's spectacular. It's just like out here in and the And in wasteland. my head, Happy Feet was inspired by a documentary also about Antarctica, blah, blah, blah. But like, no, that's just so funny. Just sitting at a bar, Antarctica. drinking a milkshake, yeah. and just like, uh, You know, Australians. You got you to gotta go to Antarctica. It's just like the wasteland here in Australia. That's so funny um okay we should get to the categories i just real quick want to mention uh 76 on ron tomatoes feels maybe maybe a tad low to me like a, just a hair low i think that's about right uh, though for an animated feature i, I just have a, i have a soft spot for this movie so well, I, well like i you know i really love all of the dancing and all, all of the music and there there's enough in the movie that I think is like actively hurting it that I think that like 76 is actually pretty fair. Sure. Yeah. Honestly, no, maybe that's fair. a little, maybe a little higher than it should be. I don't know. So I, well, I was going to say that because I think, so happy feet two is a 45% on rotten tomatoes, which is, I don't, <laughs> I don't get that. I that's think that's funny. because happy feet two is kind of like, it's hard to describe happy feet two as having like a, a clear story in the same way that happy feet one does happy feet two is kind of like a few different things happen. There's like a puffin who's there, um, kind of a con man art, but like for the most part, it's just like humans are kind of fucking up things and climate change is happening and, uh, existentialism. That also is a thing that is happening right now. Mm -hmm. And it's just like kind of all of these ideas that don't really make sense all the way together. But it's fine. It's like taking a lot of the ideas from the third act of Happy Feet and just like, what if we try to translate this onto an entire children's film? And in whole, like if I saw Happy Feet 2 as a kid, as a kid, excuse me, um, I don't think I would have liked it. I mean, there's there's just a huge gap between Babe 2 and Happy Feet. It's like (laughs) six years. It's like, no, it's like eight years. I was, so, so he's trying to get Mad Max made. No, that's Happy Feet Two is six is two thousand six, and Happy or Happy Feet is two thousand six. Happy Feet Two is two thousand. No, no, between yeah. Babe. Oh, oh, Babe, babe is ninety eight. Babe, 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 yeah. So I'm, I'm, as a kid, even I saw this. I would say like three or four times before I watched it for this pod, and I was always kind of lukewarm on the movie. Um, it's more of like an I appreciate it thing than a like I, I love it. I like it. You know, there there were immersion issues because of the scene to scene unsteadiness and how it looks. And then um, I I was always really thrown by the amount of plot thrown into the last like really it's it's not even quite 30 minutes. It's like the last 20 minutes. He goes through a journey that is equivalent yeah. to the entire rest of the movie. It's nuts. It's nuts. He becomes a fucking zombie, comes back to life, is exactly the same. What, what are we thinking? That's like what, like multiple years? Yes. Are we thinking so, years? So if, I, I don't know about years. It's, I don't know about years. It's just so much happens. He still kind of has like 
he's still got his down though so like yeah just a, a movie's worth of shit happens to him at, at the end I, of the movie Dave, and it's and it's definitely like for a good I, purpose because they're trying you know they want that message to yeah. really be the button I, a just, year it's maybe two it's just it's really jarring um like as a story like they're thing. cramming will, it in a little yeah bit. it's just so much <laughs> after a movie that's been way more focused on like a personal journey sure like uh, they, they zoom out and it's like oh what the fuck and there, you know, there are breadcrumbs here and there throughout the and, movie, but still, but, it's it's really wild. And, and that's what I mean by it's like it kind of feels like there were a bunch of talented people that worked on this, and it it it, it doesn't feel like there was one immediate cohesive it feels, decision on what the movie should be. Well, it's kind of got like like the Joker problem, where it's like you're trying to be about an awful lot of things. Yeah. And in doing so, I think you kind of drop yeah, the ball. Not drive, not diving deep well, enough. George. And then one of the other co-directors, what's your name? I love the comparison between happy feet and Joker <laughs> and Todd. Fields um, Joker. Um, well, Todd Phillips George Joker. has the, the sole directing credit. Are you thinking of like one of the co-writers? No, happy feet has three directors. I, um, George, what's, George what's, Miller, Warren what's, Coleman, what's the studio Judy Morris. Oh, Warner. George and Judy. So George has the actual sole directing credit. The other two people probably helped with um, directing the animated parts. If I'd make a guess, which is like the movie. But George Miller has the sole directing credit on the film itself because he's, you know, he's the name. I would say that there's a lot of work put in by people who know it. Like he knows a lot of, but like, yeah, I'd say this, this was a group effort. Him, George and Judy also have writing credit. I would say they probably this script was sort of picked up off of a stack and it feels like it was edited what to you, become cool. Yeah, Drew, I you know? literally yeah. read you from the exactly. Wikipedia that this was his passion project that he always wanted to make Antarctica since he had a talk uh, while Mad drinking Max a milkshake too. at a bar during okay. Mad Max 2. I, yeah, sure. Um, I, I don't know. I like I feel like it may have been a lot of the time with movies like this. The situation is he was like, yeah, I've always wanted to do an Antarctica movie. Do we, are there any like animated Antarctica movies that you guys just have in your there giant you in your pile of one billion? And he's like, cool. You, can I add like 30 minutes in there about how we should stop the overfishing <laughs> yeah, in the, the Arctic region? I that's seriously I, how I it goes. It, I made pig in the city. <laughs> Do you think that's what he was saying? He wasn't going for like I made Mad Max. Or those Mad weren't. Max I don't 2. think those were big like financial hits. Mad I, Max Two is a critical success, though. Enough just, to give him between that and Bay Pig and the say that they're like we'll give you. I, I really, I really think that's what happened here, though, because the third writer is, I think, the one who like he penned the original. He wrote a very generic kids movie yeah. about penguin who dance. Yeah, and because he it, he doesn't have like ja- like he his his career is entirely unrelated from George and Judy. Like it's you know it, what I mean. It, Go ahead, Dan. It's just somebody trying to like some corporate guy trying to be like, and what's gonna like sell the movie? What's gonna make people? Yeah, watch the and movie? that's that's it's, also that's also why I didn't love it as a kid. Even like as an adult, I know how to like say it, but it feels like a kind of a save the caddy type of movie until you know until it gets really interesting. But like the. It, it almost reminds me of an elf when Andy Richter is pitching like children's book ideas to Peter Dinklage. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, he's like it's oh, so good. It's, it's like farm, you know, fruits. And it's like a tomato or an asparagus who's like embarrassed <laughs> yeah. about the smell of his own pee. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's just like it feels like That's craven. Funny. And then uh, but then like there's a lot of life breathed into it by all of the creativity 
um it's just like the base blueprint of it is boring to me yeah i i have a question for you guys and i know that we brought up the reason why which by the way dane um you might be wondering in happy feet 2 uh, Mumble still has his like fucking feathers like he's a little yeah baby. it doesn't he go never away. grows Wait, out what? Of that. yeah no he keeps that for the rest of his life once again he was dropped on his oh. head as an egg um in the oh, marketing no. of this movie if you look at the poster for happy it's Feet, baby you just see baby mumble with robin and right. the, the gang behind him is it because is there like a problem with that like adult mumble kind of looks grotesque <laughs> like there's something like really yeah, no, no. unsettling about looking like you don't want adult yeah, mumble want on, a on a poster because you're like no. ah the fuck I am i looking at there that. like <laughs> little penguins are cute like those those all still look you very gotta cute put that's, that very on the poster. that's like it, it, it feels 10 like, minutes uh, of the like, movie like uh colin robinson and season four of uh what we do in the shadows when he like grows up suddenly yeah. and he's wearing the kids clothes that it's same yeah, vibe it's like uh yeah you're back to you're back you're, to you're being your old, old self. You're an old person who looks like a child, and I don't, I don't want that. Okay, couple, couple quick things before the categories. This movie won the Oscar for animated um, mm-hmm. feature film. And you see what it beat? It beat Cars and Monster House. Monster House. Damn. Monster House is a better movie. Yes. Whoa. Okay. Let's, I, let's I, hear. I let's hear the the Monster yeah. House defense. Let's go. It's a Dan, Monster, it's Monster a Dan House. Harmon. It's just a wacky, goofy movie. Uh, I don't think it was like. Tr- I, I think as an adult, I enjoy watching it more than Monster I enjoy House. watching Happy Feet. When yeah. was the last time you saw Monster House? Uh, actually, like a year or two ago, Jeez, because nice. I didn't realize that Dan Harmon was a writer for it. Yeah, and he like hated making. <laughs> I, Monster yeah, House I, I often love things that Dan Harmon hates. Yeah, <laughs> I, I will say that um, I uh, this movie is a better movie than Cars. I think I'm of the opinion that Cars sucks ass. Okay. I think that's like a, like probably like a bottom. Three. You're not going to do the Cars defense right now. No, I think that Cars okay. is like a bottom three Pixar movie. I think that movie's absolute ass. Okay, that's my take on Cars. Um, box office. All right. Happy Feet opened at number one at the box office, $41 million on November 17th, 2006. Dane, see if you can guess number two. It is a major franchise reboot. 2006 reboot. Major action franchise reboot. Is it Godzilla? It is not Godzilla. So it's not a sequel. It's a a reboot. It is a first movie is it relaunching a huge, huge franchise? In two thousand six, a very no, a very That's popular, eight. very popular franchise action. Uh, it's not Transformers. No, uh, it is no, the no, first no, no. movie in a long, long, long running franchise. Then the first Craig Bond movie. Oh, Baby. oh, Casino Royale, Casino Baby. Royale. Casino oh, there you go. Royale. Uh, I opens, wasn't even thinking. I was thinking more. Yeah. Opens the same weekend as Happy Feet and with just a less than a million dollar difference. It's like a neck and neck. Yeah, with it's Happy it's Feet. it's literally like a seven hundred thousand dollar difference. Can you imagine Damn. how fucking lit elijah wood's life was back then like he was he's coming off lord of the rings he is sitting on a pile of money and he's like yeah it's basically me and fucking james bond up there <laughs> battling it out yeah. at the bottom we're, 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 i'm thinking we're gonna do so, like six or seven of these happy feats 
So it was Happy Feet like it's not it's not Lord of the Rings that let uh, Elijah Wood start to do weird shit. It was Happy. Feet. Yeah, no, Happy Feet too. Uh, he, he got into the Wilfred Happy Feet. He's like, I gotta do like an American adaptation of Wilfred. Yeah, he's like, like I'm gonna do Wilfred. That's what now. I need to do. Which was great. Wilfred's Wilfred great. Rules. I love Wilfred. Number three is in its third weekend, a massive comedy. Comedy in game changing Anchorman. Fuck game changing yeah, comedy like people is were like idiocracy people were like Shut what up. the fuck is this it's big in our heart staying in no is it nacho libre <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I and it's, and it's third weekend we can sit in good sit third, in good at number three so third so it came out early november late october super bad <laughs> no <laughs> it got a, a sequel recently there was a, a, a recent sequel a recent many sequel. many years later from 2006 zoolander no i'm trying to think of very influential to is modern comedy troopers? is it from a is it borat is yes, it borat? borat oh baby my wife <laughs> very nice my wife my wife uh very nice uh, very borat nice. and much? its third weekend weekend with how much uh, it, it made 14 mil, but it's sitting at 90 mil total. Nice. It's feeling good. Borat, Phenomenal movie. Borat's, it, Borat's feeling good. Uh, then below Borat, uh, you have a number three movie in a Walt Disney holiday franchise. That's that's, that's Pirates. No, it, it is a holiday themed franchise. Wait, what? Holiday themed Oh, so then it's the Santa Claus. Yes, it's Santa yeah, Claus three. Yeah. Santa Claus three sitting okay. at number four, 15 mil total. Uh, then you got the the Will Ferrell uh, Stranger Than Fiction. Any Stranger Than Fiction heads out <laughs> when there? Did, when did Pursuit of Happiness come out in 2006? That was probably a little later. Was in that the year? like yeah, later in like December like, or so? Okay. Hitch is around 05, isn't it? H- Hitch is 05. Pursuit of Happiness, I remember when that came out in 06. Because I remember <laughs> I remember asking my mom to take me to go see Pursuit of Happiness in the theaters. <laughs> uh, I was like, can you take me to see the film the film where Will Fer- Will Smith is small uh, he solved Rubik's Cube really fast? Then uh then flushed away. Another Yo. Hugh Jackman animated <laughs> brother entry. That's not uh, a real movie. It's a movie away. that does not exist. It that the actual production itself got flushed away. That's a bad movie. Is, is Hugh Jackman a good voice actor? He's Hugh, good and happy feet. I think Hugh Jackman's great at everything. He, again, he's a theater actor. Like he's Hugh Jackman fucking rules. He's man. down. He's so down. Here's the thing about Hugh Jackman. He's down for anything. Flush Away, uh, one of when I was a kid, it was one of the movies I was most excited for that I just hated when I saw it. <laughs> you were excited for Flush Away. <laughs> it got was so crazy I was like, ad advertised for in like Nickelodeon back in the day. There were so many like in ad things. Flushed away. That I was really interested in like what the world is like <laughs> underneath the toilet. <laughs> And they gave they gave me <laughs> Wallace and Gromit, but 3D rendered, and it looked like sh- dog shit. Yeah, it looks so bad. Then you got Saw three, uh, Babel, your guy, yo, in Uh That movie Babel's actually a solid little movie. Uh, also, an incredible score by our guy who just recently passed away, Raiichi Sakamoto. Really? Yeah. Damn. I gotta Bebo rewatch no 
He did, uh, so, he did something in Happy Feet as well. I, yeah. I tried, we, we just talk about I tried yeah. watching Babel on a plane recently. Not a good plane movie. I did it put you to sleep? <laughs> no, I don't want people watching around me. There's no, like, it fair. starts out with some like kind of some things. It I haven't seen it since <laughs> high school, but um and then finally The Departed in its seventh weekend, mm. 113 million dollars. I would have guessed more, to be honest. I, I would have thought it uh it actually it was one of those movies that got a post or like right around yeah, post, oscar time re-release and yeah. it got another like extra 50 million yeah and that. it was it big, was a big movie and it that. was a big time dvd yes sales 100 i didn't yeah people love uh those chinese microchips mm-hmm. oh the part doesn't make sense it's just good it's fun <laughs> it's just good it's a fun little cute little movie okay with a terrible jack nicholson f- Said. whatever categories first category what is the best robinism i think i think the you, introduction no i think i think you were right dan about what the <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just falling down the slide i also yeah I uh, here's a here's a sleeper a, a scene that usually sucks in a movie that robin did great is when ramon is sort of like like interjecting himself like giving like commentary on uh on mumble and gloria's little like scene where he's oh, like, <laughs> like a- after he finishes singing and he's like gloria i love you yeah yeah well no one of his <laughs> like it's just like yo i totally i'm sorry bro but like fuck being a wingman i'm just trying to fuck I'm right now <laughs> i'm no, sliding up in the, here no the scene it's the scene where like he like says goodbye to gloria for her own good you know where he's like oh yeah no you're actually not a good singer you're trash you know and she's like oh, what mr fucking autism no um <laughs> that was a weird moment in the, that's like the most movie moment of the thing because it's like why i know it's stupid why is it he looks pushing like he's like smiling the entire time yeah, it's happening i think that's another problem with it because it does look like he's like it you th- almost think it's gonna be like a bit like they're gonna play like almost hard to get with each other and then she's gonna come along yeah. on the journey yeah that and was, then he that just was like a stupid pushes scene. her away but, and you're like i guess but ramon okay. is, is being funny in the background where i think the way it starts is he's like uh oh he uh, he's about to confess his soul to her forever. <laughs> yeah, he's like, ah, he's playing how to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I there's so many Ramon bits that are up here for me. The like, introduction to him is just so. What you good. hugging me for? He told me to get away. No, you like it. <laughs> like, there's so many things like that that I just like. That was so weird. When I saw when I saw that as a kid, I was like, this is literally the funniest thing I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. Like, comedy has peaked. At Robin Williams there, as Ramon. There, there's a line that he does when they're like after he, they talk to the girls and they're like, well, we don't need you. We're too good. And he's like, oh, I hear the people. They want something. Me. That's another great one. Yeah. Uh, let me tell something to you. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of good ones. Robin gets a pass. He gets a total pass. He gets, you know, it's he's just in his bag like i don't care it's it's 2006 like who gives a fuck let him do the voice ernie you're allowed to let him do it since you said it then we can it's fine it's It's totally fine like i (laughs) used to watch the shit out of this movie and i thought it was the funniest thing the the thing is that it was so good i feel like where it gets like more rough because even whenever robin is like doing a lot of his voices it's never in like a 
degrading way. It's never is like to like belittle the the right. the people that he's trying to do impersonations of, the voices that he's trying to do impersonations of. Um I don't know if I, I don't know if I want to pick one. If I had to pick one, it's like the one where he like jukes himself into falling off the cliff. I just man, the introduction yeah. of him <laughs> and this kind of leads into the best why well, yeah. If I was going to pick like the best Robin moment, it is the introduction of Robin into the avalanche sequence. Just that whole like 10 minute stretch is just like, ah, the movie is like a shot of life that it desperately needed. It got like a little bit of a boost from the somebody to love scene. And then we are just like, ah, it's stagnant again. And then Robin. wait, no, I, I found I found the full quote. This has to be my pick. Stop. Let me tell something to you. I know sites can be daunting, but don't be afraid. I love you. Mm-hmm. that's good shit that is that's robin in I, his bag I, I there were there were obviously lines that were like scripted for ramon and, and even then i'm like how much of that did he just improv but like that's the thing yeah like 80 percent of what ramon says had to have just been like okay so you're a penguin feels like it you're yeah. with your boys what do you say we're just going to take the bits that you've done and we'll we'll, sto- we'll make a storyboard for that it's fine don't worry about it We'll animate entirely around yeah. whatever you do. <laughs> Which you is what right. they did for, for Genie. Whatever country. <laughs> but it feels America. way more expensive in this case. Yeah, way more. <laughs> you are right, though, Drew. It almost, it, whenever you brought up the other voice actors that are just part of his crew, because it does kind of feel like they have, like, chemistry together. Like, I don't know if they were in the booth together recording any of this stuff, but, like, I think the way so. they were playing off of each other just yeah, feels so they, much fun. They have good timing. And this was before kids' movies got super craven with just, like, people never, ever being together in a room. Right. Like, this is this is... I would imagine that George would want that element. Also, you like, know? we love the voice actors for their work, but it's not like they're, like, out here doing all these like like they're like big name actors i think too good to be in the same room as somebody else i I think that they made hugh jackman and nicole kidman fuck they they (laughs) 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 they made them fuck on like hard ground you have to make an egg make it happen it has to be an egg george is just like nice (laughs) they were uh they were actually in the booth and they were calling each other mama and daddy Daddy. the entire time daddy this is just like in the Northmen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, could you imagine Hugh Jackman in the Northmen? Hugh, what if we replaced uh, who was who Ethan Hawke? Ethan Hawke. Yeah. If we replaced Ethan Hawke as Hugh Jackman, sure. In there? Yeah. Honestly, that would work. Yeah. There's. There's. I mean, he's he's just fully in his bag as Ramon. There's there's so many. Um, but what is the best moment in the whole movie? Do we have a pick? I think mine is Boogie the Boogie Wonderland. Wonderland scene. Yeah, there you go. Boogie I, Wonderland. That whole scene, because it, it includes my way too. the yeah, way that the like whole, it that whole starts sequence. there, like with her just starting to like key it off a little bit, like saying some of the lines, trying to find the, the beat. I mean, that's it's, that's what the whole movie is built around, right? It's it's the most like theatrical, like musical number. It, 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 there's there's a full story told over the course of a medley that like ends with fucking boogie wonderland boogie wonderland with like tap breakdown what more could i ask for yeah oh it's penguins doing it got it okay you you got me better it's everything the story has been leading up to which is you know um mumble has been on the outside looking in and now finally he's like part of this you know 
movement, this ensemble, this tradition in his way. Um, That's a great pick. If I had to pick something else, like, I don't know. I, I think that there's a lot of really good stuff with when you're introduced to the humans, like the boat, you like seeing the boat, Mm, and it's and, scary yeah and kind of getting getting introduced into that whole world i think that the movie i know that that like there's some nitpicks there in in terms of like maybe it being a little bit rushed and maybe coming a little bit too late in the game but i think that for what the movie becomes at the end that whole sequence of him like entering the 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 human world is really good and then just to shout out the ending with the all of the penguins like yeah. dancing for the humans i think that's all really good i think a, a lesser director if they would have tried some shit like that the movie would have just completely fallen yeah, off a cliff just it would just been like what Instead, what are we doing you are right like the third act is an enhancement to the movie and not a detriment but, yeah the weirdness of it is what really like it's it's so out of it's just like, like it's, it's, it's not it. it doesn't feel unearned it's just so weird to just i want to we, we saw we saw we solved the the ecological crisis around antarctica <laughs> because the penguins danced like we got the fish back oh. <laughs> how long until they just go back to normal and <laughs> so it's just over well, again they yeah. start, like, drilling 24 hour news cycle exists no yeah. there's literally it's a day so, in uh, Happy Hour, er, and Happy Hour, Jesus Christ, in Happy Feet 2, um, Lovelace, because he has to get caught up in some shit again this time, he starts drowning in an uh, oil drilling site oh in Antarctica. <laughs> it's like it's a deep water horizon. Yeah. Um, Happy Feet 3, Ramon gets fracked. <laughs> he does, dude. Uh, so I want to debut a segment um, that's totally original. I just came up with this and no other podcast has ever done it before. It's called Unanswered Questions. Um, so, like... I kept thinking on it throughout the movie because they start by saying like every penguin has their one heart song. Like every penguin just has that one song that they can actually sing from their heart. Unless you're Gloria, I guess. And then you can just got you got like eight of those things in the bag. Is that why all the penguins are horned up for her? Because she has She's like got multiple all the heart songs. Ooh. But like even like Fat no. Joe, like he like keeps coming back to like, don't push me because I'm close yeah. to the edge. Like he keeps I, coming kind of back to the same really, song. really I, I bad think... heart song choice. <laughs> it's a tough one. You can't help it, but not a love song. I don't know. I don't know. I think that I think they sing whatever the hell they want to, but they've got like their one song, right? That's there's the heart song, the and then there's like the yeah. just the like the oh yeah, we we can sing with everybody else, but yeah. like if we're singing from our heart, it's it, 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 yeah. it only it only matches with one of them. Well, so that's, is, is that's that Boogie Wonderland I mean, then for Gloria? Is yeah. that her heart song? It's also that's not, kind of a yeah. that's a banger of a heart that's song. A good, that guy's yeah. hard as fuck. It's also yeah. it's funny. There are thousands. I'm gonna go full uh, cinema sins like Ben Shapiro. Mode. There are <laughs> millions of penguins in this world, and yet their heart songs, which have only one other match in the entire world, are karaoke pop number one singles. <laughs> yeah. Is that like it's your biggest? Is you're just like where are all the pond songs out here? <laughs> Who is coming up with an original tune? <laughs> Why isn't somebody out there singing Drunk Driver's Killer Whales as their heart song? <laughs> that was almost like Simmons' voice. I yeah, don't know that, what that, that, that voice was. I dipped into. 
All right, who says now? Mount, Mount Rushmore of uh, furries, uh, furries that I own. <laughs> Bill Simmons, Will Toledo. <laughs> um, now Madonna. I as <laughs> so I do have to ask, and this kind of leads to hot a, lady penguin. <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer could have done it. That's all I'm thing, I, I actually I was not aroused in this movie. Uh, R.I.P. Brandy Murphy, but I was not aroused in this movie because it wasn't played by Michelle. How, Michelle how Michelle were you not aroused? <laughs> now, now when the when the lady penguin got a got a nice breast line, yeah, that's real nice. <laughs> now, now my wife, she has a nice breast line. The girl penguins <laughs> do like in this movie they do be arching their backs. And Mallory yeah, Rubin's like, if I was in that movie, I would have sucked titties, Ramon right? off yeah. right there. No, it's they there's, like this. If, if, if there's if there's one thing I know they about birds, that they have they have breasts. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I that nursing, becomes a, they're young again. <laughs> I don't want to keep going to Happy Feet too, but that does become a point of contention. In Happy Feet too, the is breast that, size? No, no, no. But about the about getting like cooked up there and just like you just want to take a bite out of that boob. Oh, okay. What? There's some. <laughs> I don't know. What? I have no memory of this. <laughs> what's the bite, what's the bite subplot? I, you know, shut up. <laughs> you just making this. You just be saying anything about happy feet too. Happy feet too, man. That's crazy, man. They like, <laughs> yeah. They like actually like they just like they they really like predict the gas crisis. Those damn krills. <laughs> All right. Krills. Next category is um, what would you do? Fellas, <laughs> um, W Y D. So. What you doing is you see a penguin. You're at the zoo. You're at the Georgia Aquarium. Penguin and you like look up there dancing. and you just see a penguin tap dancing. What you don't do is uh, you don't call the United Nations and say we have to stop. <laughs> we have to stop fishing in the Arctic Ocean. He's trying to tell us. That we're He's, overfishing. I know. I brought, I brought so, in so insane. I brought in Gene Kelly's ghost here, and he can interpret the tap dance to tell us what he's trying to say. This, this guy, small queer yeah. autistic <laughs> penguin, this penguin must be trying to tell me that his people are starving. <laughs> he looks morose. We've got to take him back to the village. With a fucking walkie-talkie on. Here's the back. other thing that doesn't happen is you don't take a penguin out of the wild and then you're like, because what what do we assume? How do, long do we think he's really in the zoo? Do we think it's a year? Do we think it's five it's, years? Do we okay. think it's I think, I think a six year? Months? A year is a solid. I think it's got to be a year because when he comes back, he's like, oh, is is, is one of these yours? Oh. And she's like, they all are, you know. There you go. So I I think it's got to be. I thought that it was years. well. I thought it was longer. I took it as like it was like it's five years. But then again, everybody's like, oh, this fucking guy again. Like he's only been gone for like two weeks. Well, if so, if we, I mean, if, they don't fuck with him. If we had like another two hours on this podcast, we could do like the map. Yeah, the of drawing how, of like how traveling he ended up from uh, Antarctica to the Tampa so, Aquarium because yeah. that might be Average a year right there. Speed. Also, how long it takes for a penguin to become sort of like enslaved in the zoo system where yeah. he's just fully like zoned out, you know? Right. But also then to be like immediately like as soon as he starts tap. Do you think it's day one they see him start tap dancing around? They're like. That's it. We have to take him back to Antarctica now. Or does that become a hit for like a few months and then people get That's worried That's the thing is, it. no, the zoo would be like, oh, cool. We're going to keep an him attraction. until he dies. <laughs> yeah. Average have- swim speed of an emperor penguin is 3.7 to 5.6 miles per hour. Okay, so how He's many swim in a long time? Is that in the air? 
or in the water? No, it's in the water. Yeah, what what do you mean swim speed in the air? <laughs> I don't fucking know. I don't know what you're it's looking swim up. Swim speed in the air. <laughs> so, wait, 3.3. Uh, Dan, can you do me a favor and can you see Wait, how far it is? Can't fly? Can you see how far it is distance uh, from the southern tip of Antarctica to, let's just say, like Daytona Beach? <laughs> what, what are we looking at there? That's got to be at least like three months. I think it's more than that. Really? I think it's like two and a half years, dude. <laughs> it's 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 8,600 miles. 8,600 miles. So That's, if you don't sleep, I guess, what is that? If you're going five miles he per He has hour, to rest. What He's a, not going to die. What, is he in, maybe there's like a jet stream, you know, just sort of scooting him. I along. look, that works for me. There's not a jet stream in the water, Drew. It's the ocean. <laughs> you're doing the same thing Ernest just did. Well, okay, then the fucking EAC. I've seen hold Finding on, Nemo. Hold, yeah, hold, is there an EAC, but for hold the... Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold Atlantic. on. We need to... We need to okay cool let's back up let's back up so he at one at what point is his first encounter with the humans when he learns about like lovelace's background and all of that well before it's, that he i mean he sees like the fucking bulldozer going into the so that was another question i had did he kill a guy right then <laughs> No, did seriously, did did he fuck because humans don't was just a guy like, working. They don't just like leave like a hundred thousand dollar piece of equipment just like chill in there on the side of a on the side of a fucking Yeah, R- remote I think we can pin that on Ramon. I think he enabled <laughs> either that's, way. You know, that's exactly what our fucking our, our that's American what the justice system Um no, I'm pretty sure that like they just Mumble was right there. If you're gonna say it's Mumble, if well, you're gonna Mumble say it's Mumble was an innocent bystander. Yeah. <laughs> he was coerced. Yeah, Mumble, he was coerced Mumble, by Ramon and Mumble's his posse. a good kid. He's gonna go to a good college. We <laughs> we can't derail. And Ramon, Sorry. you know what? I I I don't want to sh- I don't want to throw the G word around there gang, but Ramon kind of <laughs> his group looked a little bit aggressive. That's all that I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Did you see the way that they they like just ceaselessly taunted that innocent leopard seal? Uh huh. That, that po- leopard that seal was just seal. trying to a he hungry, was just part a starving of, seal. That leopard seal was part of the neighborhood watch. <laughs> <laughs> he was yeah. He was just trying to check them out, make sure that they were okay. Yeah. So at what what point does Mumble, because Mumble, doesn't he like interact with the humans and then like goes, he goes back to the tribe and then swims out, right? Isn't that what happens? Like he, Drew, you just saw this movie. We all just saw, what happens in this movie? (laughs) He, he, He like doesn't interact with like the humans really truly until he sees their boat and all the fish and shit. Yeah, and then he's yeah. off, and he's, then he's gone. Yeah, yeah. He hears okay. from the he hears from the big birds that they exist, and then he sees. Yeah, the, he sees he, he kills sees someone, like, and then like traces of them. Yeah, and he so well, he sees the hula girl doll float up from the, yeah. The boat, that's right, which is a human form. So that's sure. his first thing. Like straight out of the Incredibles, yeah. or and that's when that. he just starts swimming. So so he so he just swims all the way right so i so i did the math here you said it's about 8300 miles from the southern tip of antarctica to daytona beach um saying that this penguin is swimming four miles an hour 
continuously no breaking he whatsoever has to, he has to take a break no i'm saying if it, if it's just continuously with no breaks whatsoever that is about 86 and a half days 87 days so three months so that's three months yeah and that's what with i guess breaks he also cannot does not have the energy he's gonna have to go hunting around for fish in there he might have to like avert like some prey so we're easily talking like four or five months Four or five months yeah he then had to stay in the zoo for long enough to get zoinked out yeah. which i'm gonna guess is like a year okay if I so a, so so and we're then talking, traveling back uh, i'm gonna guess at 18 least 18 months years. so 18 months to a to at least years. minimum okay. well we did it this is sports <laughs> science my name's john brinkus so what would you do <laughs> <laughs> what would I do? Um, if your if your egg gets dropped, <laughs> if you come back from fishing, fellas, and you your dro- husband drops the egg, <laughs> so I think the more important question is, what do you do if you drop the egg? I would kill myself. I would kill the baby. You you do exactly what Memphis did. You just pretend you just it didn't deny. fucking happen. Oh, Listen, and you, you do- see your developmentally challenged kid. <laughs> uh, Dane, like, don't Dane, worry about that, uh, baby. He's he's grown out of it. Dane, this is how I know that you have a father who watched Fox News right there because <laughs> you're all about denial, denial. <laughs> he uh, and brother, me too. <laughs> yeah, he would. I mean, you're probably right though that he would he would just be like oh no that you know the egg is dead and they're like you know the little the little newborn girl is like wait and she's like pecking it and it's like making noise and they're like oh i can hear something he's like nah, nah. Can't, and then he like pushes into the ocean <laughs> <laughs> can't hear nothing there's no heartbeat um okay the next category is the day after so I mean, Happy Feet too is a lot of they. They get back to like they get back to yeah. Like, they all they're all dancing. Uh, beginning of Happy Feet too, everyone's dancing. I, no, yeah, here's so what some happens. little. There's like a little like ceremonial international treaty that's signed to like help this particular species of penguin. They keep destroying the rest of the world, and then like a month later, they keep they find that they find out that there's like yeah. good oil. And there's oil. There. Yeah, there's oil they, in Antarctica. Yeah, yeah. The real well, thing they know. In. There's two little krill. They're gonna I change the world. They're gonna change everything because they don't want to be part of the swarm. Um, no, I. The reality is that they they put that tracker on Mumble. They follow him back to his squad. They see them all dancing, and they enslave the entire emperor <laughs> penguin population from their zoo. That that's a reality shit right there. That's it's just that's, that's free actual, yeah, every, every zoo has one tap dancing penguin. Yeah, from <laughs> all over the world. Yeah. Good Robin or bad Robin? Great. Great Robin. Awesome. Absolutely. As long as it's okay with you, Ernest. <laughs> he, <laughs> he slays it in this movie. He kicks ass. He he makes the movie a lot better. Yeah. I, I think that... I, I think this movie... Um, this movie ends up in like the top half of our series. Um, Definitely. And I don't even love this movie. But I think that... If you're just ju- judging it on like Robin, it would probably be in like maybe the top third of the series. Oh yeah, no, this is top five. It's great, of Robin. Just pure Robinness. Yeah, like it's the best we've had in a minute. I love Ramon. Yeah, he's a great character. Yeah. It's it's great use of Robin. I think I feel like George directed him well in the booth. Like it's it's exactly what you want. Um, okay, how many Robins out of ten? This is pretty high up there. Well, it's like an eight. you have to think that he's doing three voices. Well, you said there's like 
Colin the Lost Penguin. No, yeah, he's doing he a lot of voice shit. He's yeah, he's narrating. Uh, so Lovelace, I guess, is the narrator. Really, it's a whole separate deal. He's I'll give it a nine. Okay. I, I think you have to take away the one just just because of uh, you know, he's doing a voice. I mean, in <laughs> terms that's of what keeps it from being, I think perfect. That's that's the nitpick. Right? I, I don't know. I think the third prong of like intensity of Robin should be ethnicity. That's yeah. what we've been waiting for. Well, the third wrong is how much of a my, <laughs> my thing is like is he doing? if you don't see his face, that always takes a little bit away from me. You know, it's like sure. I want to yeah. see him. That's kind of the thing. The genius about Aladdin is that Aladdin's face you can see. It. You mean genie's face? Genie's <laughs> presumably got lips, so yeah. that's that's a point in genie's yeah, they, favor. They do a good job <laughs> with the the way they make genie look. That it's like mm. that doesn't really become that much of a sticking point because it's just like I could. I see it. Like I, I see yeah. through it's, the. Honestly, Robin would have a better career if he looked like Genie. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. hell yeah, it's the perfect. It's the perfect form because Genie is a shapeshifter. <laughs> yeah, and he's blue. He's elastic. What do you think, Dane? Did you say your your Robin's out of ten? I think I mean, it, this I, is I an, nine. This is yeah. an intensity of Robin, not necessarily quality. It's a nine. Yeah. It's a nine. Uh, it's a good nine. intensity of Robin. I mean, it's pretty. Pretty fucking intense. I think, I, I think it's just like how milk toast all the other voice acting really was to me. It's it just accentuates it for sure. Yeah, it's a standout. It's it's one of those things, yeah. too, because I do think that there's also we, we've talked about the other thing that makes the Robins out of 10, like the, the Robinisms is warmth. And there's a lot of warmth to his character. Like he also does play in the quieter moments, which maybe aren't as successful, like for like while you're watching the movie. But like. The moments where he is supposed to play like the the confidant to mumble and everything else like that. Like yeah. he is this warm presence throughout the movie. You're like, ah, we got another another moment here with Robin. So that's great. Finally, re and Couch. Where is Nicolas Cage in this movie? He's, he's all over. Nick Cage Nicolas Cage is uh, he's, he's the he's the elder penguin. The, the Nick Cage. <laughs> we're gonna take out Hugo Weaving. Yeah, get, Nick get Cage Hugo Weaving out of here. That's yeah. a good one. I think he could be. I wouldn't want to take it from Robin, but I think he'd be a funny Lovelace. He would be honestly. He would be a great Lovelace. It's it's Just a different getting, level getting, of sexual intensity. Uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> way, way more pussy. Some might say that it's the sexiest that Nick Cage I think, has ever. I been. think maybe get Hugh Jackman out of here. <laughs> Put him in there as Ma. You know he's oh, kind of doing that in uh in the, the Lynch movie in Wallet Hart. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, I mean seriously. he's doing an Elvis impression. Yeah, yeah, for sure, he can do it. Yeah, he could do it. Okay. What if let's put him as Gloria? Hear me out. <laughs> so we're in the zoo. Okay, we start to trickle in this subplot of like the world reacting to Mumble, and every single human <laughs> is nicholas cage they're all cage all humans are Nicolas they're all cage. every single one of them mm-hmm. every color all of them it's all cage what, what if 
what if in like the montage we get like Nicolas Cage playing himself in or it, like Nicolas Cage playing himself playing a penguin yeah. Nick in a movie oh, about geez, this penguin geez. that dances in the zoo? <laughs> That's such a good idea. <laughs> he he finds the, this penguin at the zoo and he takes it upon himself to make a movie where he plays the penguin <laughs> to get the word out. <laughs> yeah, about the overfishing problem. <laughs> that's, such, that's an awesome idea. That's great. <laughs> Like we're already getting weird with the ending. Let's mm-hmm. let's get even weirder. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. This is yeah. a, this was just a uh, this movie was begging for Nick Cage. Yeah, it really did need a lot of Nick Cage. You also Nick Cage would have just worked perfect because at the end of the movie, when the montage is happening and the end by the Beatles is playing at that point, I'm like, my jaw is dropped and I'm like, I don't I give anything to me at this point. So if Nick Cage is just head of the U.N. during these debates, like, let's go. For it. <laughs> OK, OK, let's let's think about this. Nick Cage comes to George Miller and he's like, I love penguins. I love babe in the city. I love babe. I want to be in your <laughs> penguin. I want to be in your penguin movie. And George is like, look, all my penguin roles are already booked up. I, I got it locked in. I it's contracts are signed. Mm-hmm. I can't kick anyone out. We were going to have you in uh, Ramon's posse, but then we found out that he was going to be named Ramon. <laughs> but. I can give you your own animal. What is what is he going to pick? Nick Cage can make uh, his own character. A generally arctic creature. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he just he just comes in for like five minutes in this movie. As, as like one of the creatures that Mumble runs into in his journey. There's not a lot of biodiversity in the Antarctic. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, we get a leopard COE. What if he was one of the killer whales? The killer whales kind of get shanked yeah, in this if, movie. If, if the killer, killer whales, whales just don't they have don't any, talk, right? Yeah, they don't have any voice or anything. They're I, just let's hunting give, machines. Yeah, let's give him the killer whale. That would be yeah. great. He would have been one of the, the he the, would have been a great uh like the flighting the flying birds. He been, yeah, a, oh yeah. A, a scoo, what are they yeah, called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever the fuck. Uh, just just some really aggressive predator just yelling Nicolas Cage, but like, yeah, y- you know, the, the you know, seal, the seal would be awesome if he was coming after him like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he can only hunt with his mouth open and while he's not as amazing. Come here. <laughs> Get over here. I'm so close yet so far. <laughs> Get back into my grasp. <laughs> what if what if Nick Cage is a a krill? <laughs> I listen, I again if we're bringing happy feet into this, Nick Cage eat I love Matt Damon. What if you replace Matt Damon as Nick Cage? So it's Brad Pitt going through an existential crisis. Nick Cage just like, no, what it means something. Will, will the krill don't do it? I'm wanting a krillion. They say one in a Krillian so many times. One in a Krillian! And their name is Will. Will, (laughs) and guess what? You know who, uh, you know what um, Matt Damon's name is? Bill. (laughs) And they're like, I can't wait to have kids. Jill, Shrill, Frill. It's a masterpiece. (laughs) It kind of rules. I, I, listen, Happy Feet 2 is better than Happy Feet 1. Guys, go watch Happy Feet 2. You know who, the only only person who will appreciate this conversation is Harry. Yeah. You're playing He's to a crowd of, like of you're playing to a crowd of one. This is like an actual two. like story. This is like a movie about an actual character. But listen, I didn't feel existential dread when watching Happy Feet 1 and I did while watching Happy Feet 2. It's like, man, <laughs> am I just part of a swarm right now? 
Um, real quick, uh, re- recasting for Elijah Wood. We got to talk about it. Yeah, not for kids. Uh, yeah, we, we aren't taking oh. we aren't taking Robin out of here. Jay Baruchel, um, baby. Yeah, uh, uh, I'm learning how to train my krill. We got to make this yeah. guy sound more neurodivergent. <laughs> I, I Freddie think, Highmore, yeah, the good doctor. I, I was thinking about that last night, and I think Jay, Jay Baruchel was like the the name that that popped so into my head. It's it, like he, he sounds enough like a child mm-hmm. while also like not sounding like a child. Then he sounds like a fucking dork ass. You do run into yeah. the same problem in Happy Feet too, where he's supposed to be a paternal character, and it's like I'm not buying Jay Baruchel as a dad. Hey, he's got a beard um, in the later How to Train Your Dragons. He's like my son. My dragon. I, I bet Jay Baruchel. Like I bet he does like better ad libs and stuff while he's tap dancing. Like <laughs> Elijah would go and like, whoa, that's that's weird. I don't like that. So where is Jay Baruchel in 06? What is he doing then? Because that's pre How Train Your Dragon. That's yeah, pre, that's, like that's early days. I mean, it's post Freaks and Geeks, obviously, but it's, he's he's speaking like he's like teen movie era. You know what is he made? He made a movie Tropic called Thunder. I'm Reed. I'm Reed Fish. Guys, hey, has anyone seen I'm Reed? So Fish? I'm thinking of another film in 06 that was really big, a, a big success. What if we got our boy Justin Long in here? No, to he play is. Mumble? That's, Justin Long that's has even a, worse. He has a <laughs> deep fucking voice. He, he sounds like Ernest. <laughs> he, he couldn't do that. No way, dude. I just was getting barbarian, was barbarian and happy feet. And he's like, oh, yeah, oh. yeah. No, I, I had an egg with her without her consent. Like, what are you? What okay. is your thing? Here's the, here's the a, here's a good suggestion. We just saw him in RV. Mr. Josh Hutcherson. No, uh, I, think, I think he's too young. I think you need somebody who's right around like well, Michael Sarah. Oh, six. Michael Sarah. He's um, in. Hey, is Zach Efron too jock? Yes. Yeah. He can't be mumble. Honestly, he, sounds, he sounds cool. Zach Efron would be great if you like changed it. Like if you Zac took Efron who does not Seymour. Give queer. No, but no, no, no. I'm saying if you took like the <laughs> Seymour character and I don't want to take I don't want to take Fat Joe out of this. But if you had don't another you character, I would never take Fat Joe out of this movie. I Yeah, I see. What you're but saying. like add him as I like another one of the boys who's chasing after Gloria there. I think Zach yeah. would do good there. Oh, six is a not a great year for movies. Um, it was a lot of junk. It definitely wasn't a great year for like finding the next male actor who's going to be a thing. Justin Long was like the yeah. biggest movie star. In the world. And then, uh, <laughs> what if we got like, I don't know, like uh, I'm trying to think of another movie star at the time. Um, oh, I know Dane Cook. to be uh, in there. Yes. Yes. He's already in Farce of the Penguins. Uh, it's, oh, shit. He's already booked. Yeah. Okay. You gonna give your thoughts on Dane Cook, I'm, Dane? I'm shaking my head on that. No. <laughs> I, I know the kind of movies that I put Dane Cook in in 2006, and it's not it's not happening. I know you've still been writing the studios asking for a Good Luck Chuck sequel after all these years. So Yeah, you know Good Luck Chuck is is, is kind of what I try to model my life after. I know every yeah. single time that you go on a date, you show them the wheelbarrow sex scene and you're like, "So can we do this or not?" We 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 watch Good Luck Chuck and then we watch it with a director commentary. Oh, you have to. Well, I mean, again, and, talking and, speaking to the penguin influence Jessica mm-hmm. Alba is a penguin. She works with penguins in that movie. Really? Good luck, yeah. Chuck. Yeah. She is a you penguin. You guys don't remember that in Good Luck. Uh, Hunter, you guys don't Hunter genuinely film. used to love Dane Cook. 
Yeah. I mean, 06 was like I was a teenager in the mid 2000s, (laughs) Drew. I don't know what you want from me. I'm not interrogating the guy now or his acting abilities. Okay, okay. Yes, I own Employee of the Month on DVD. (laughs) What's your point? I have a very 2006 recast for this movie. Jack Black as the dad. Okay. Jessica Alba. Lovelace. Lovelace is so good. That's a great one. Jessica Alba as uh, uh nicole kidman so the problem with that is that jessica um, alba is a bad actor <laughs> it's okay uh jason statham <laughs> as um uh, hank is uh, not hank is um the uh a crow ma- no the matrix <laughs> the matrix guy hugo weaving oh okay and then in the mumble role um I lost it. Adam Sandler. What? Hey, <laughs> no. Oh, hey. No. I'm a tap dancing penguin here. Also, can we get Lee Pace in there? Yeah. I always want to get right. Lee Pace in there. <laughs> Just put him in there. Okay. All right. Any final thoughts on Happy Feet, George Miller, Robin Williams? I couldn't, sh- I couldn't shit out another thought about this movie if I tried. <laughs> Dane, anything you wanted to get off your chest? All your thoughts. I don't know if I love or hate this movie. I think it's really some combination. I, I I think there's parts of it that I think are fucking incredible. And there's parts that like my ADHD brain just refused to process. And that's why I had to leave it on for 10 straight hours. No, that's okay. That's okay. It should be more neurodivergent friendly no, considering this, the subject. This, this is one of those movies that I feel like you could like kind of hit the fast forward button a couple times and be fine. Yeah. There, there's some there's some really big good scenes and then there's a lot of just movie filler is kind of what it feels like or like how i watched it last night in a delirious state between um consciousness and sleep yeah with like and Lee, just nodding with, in and out Lee locked in the other room like banging on the door like let no, me out I, she was asleep. i'm sorry i said it was a kid's I, movie she was asleep I, next to me she was so out i, I I took NyQuil before I started watching it the very first yes. time last night. Nice. So I'm like, like as I'm like fighting the the drowsiness watching the movie, I'm like, this can't, this can't be real. I like all of this. I remember, and I don't, I don't get it. You're like, who, I didn't get that scene movie? at the end where like all the penguins become my parents and tell me they're disappointed. <laughs> no. Well, thank you so much, Dane, for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. Is there anything you want to let the people know? Any plugs, any shout outs, anything you want to let uh, them know? Support the WGA. Yes. We don't we don't we don't want we don't want we don't want more season two of heroes, but we're gonna get it because rich people won't ever fucking learn. Uh shut down all your subscriptions. I'm I'm like so close to just like canceling all of my streaming subscriptions just to just to join the picket line. I, I will cross it in a fucking second. Here's if the thing. anyone ever wants to email me back. <laughs> yeah, I, I will your, say. Your, your spec script? Mm-hmm. You're going to go in there? Okay. Yeah, it's, here's, it's like it's friends meets um, alien. Oh, okay. that's good. That's good. No, jot that's that good. down. <laughs> jot that down. Jot that down. Um, I will say in protest for the writers i will continue to not pay for any of my subscriptions and continue to mooch off of other people that i knows and mm-hmm. that's it is solidarity yeah that's solidarity right God there damn it yeah 
you know what's funny I during, kneel during the anthem during this re- shut up <laughs> during this recording i my mom texted me like hey i can't get uh hbo max max to work like what's going on and it's because like it was on a card of mine that i i think i just canceled it because i was like i don't want to pay for it and i was like yeah i think it was like i think it was on one of mom, your cards i think like you're gonna have to start paying for I it i think now, you need mom. to go out there and protest mom mom you love Grab the property brothers. yeah i was like i mean if you want to take it over there's really nothing on there i'm interested in but anyway. thank you all for listening Please rate, yeah. review, subscribe, like, and comment, and let us know your thoughts on Happy Feet. Check out webottomike.net for the full archive and get every episode delivered in your inbox. Join the Discord. Donate. Thank you, beautiful donors, for donating. Next week, the penultimate Robin episode. Happy Feet 2. Night at the Museum. Nice. And then the end. Old Dogs. We're finishing off with old dogs. You ever seen old dogs, Dane? I've got what the fuck is old dogs? Oh, I guess you'll find out. <laughs> I guess I will. Oh, Thank you all. Thanks again, Dane. We Thank love you. Bye. Love you Bye. Mwah, 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 mwah.